Barney State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. You know what a loser is? A real loser is somebody that's so afraid of not winning, they don't even try. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to a Joe Murphy Thursday here on the Arnie State Show. Hope everybody's having a great morning so far. I have to get to my movie review after I say good mornings. And I've been, I, 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 I had someone try to talk me down from the ledge this morning, our dear friend Tommy. But I reviewed the movie The Iron Claw, which I saw last night, which I've been waiting probably since, well, my birth, since to, to see a movie that encapsulated the years of my life, like the world-class championship wrestling did. By the way, they never called it WCCW. They always called it World Class. But I'll get to it here in just a little bit. All right? I'm kind of shaken by it. I have to say I'm shaken by it, but that's okay. We can get through it. I promise you it's only a movie. Let's say some good morning, shall we, before we get all going into the show today. Keyless Chuck. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Says good morning to the world, uh, wonderful ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Thursday. Since it seemed to work last week again, I pray it didn't work last week. We had shitty weeks. Uh, I pray that the football spirits offer divine guidance to their brethren, St. Arnie States, and lead them to victory over them that less than saintly Joe Murphy jalapeno. Well, jalapeno right back to you, my friend. You got to pray a little harder. Seven and eight last week? Yeah, that that ain't good. I mean, we tied. I'd, li- I'd like maybe, I don't know, 16 and a week. That's asking for a lot. Uh, Derek. Becca, Becca. Says, good morning, ass family. Becca. It's Friday Eve. Let's do this. Becca. Well, yes, let's do this. Chaz Man. It's Enrico Palazzo. Says it's Joe Murphy Day. Can't wait to hear all the antics Joe has been up to in the last week. Hockey player. When I was coming back from the movie last night, hockey player, I was, you know, listening to music real loud. And I'm thinking about having a hockey morning, like a a lead-in to the show with with hockey music. Music that you would know and associate uh, with, with, with hockey. And, of course, I would play the, the, the Satriellis there. Then I'd play that song from Slapshot and then finish it off with uh, I Want to Drive the Zamboni. Bam. That's a hockey three-peat right there. What do you think about that? Let me know. Safety guy. Safe like repair. Safe like repair. Says happy Joe Murphy Day. We'll write back. I'm sure. I, I, I hope Joe understands. He has a whole day named after him each and every week. That's pretty badass. Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. He really did. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy Sloppy Joe Day and AIG. Well, thank you for that. Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Eric says, good morning, ass family. I have a big interview today, so wish me luck. Be sure to tell them that you have your own walk-up music on this show. That, that, that right there, that's more than a foot in the door, my friend. And you tell them it's easy, E. Woke up quick. I mean. about noon, just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. They're going to look at you and go, how much would you like? 
That's what they're going to say. I'm just telling you. You tell them you got your own walk-up music, it's almost as good as saying you're in the Hall of Fame somewhere. See, they give me, like, free mints when I leave Olive Garden because they know I'm in the Hall of Fame. Do you get that? I thought so. Uh, <laughs> Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says happy hard R day. I mean Joe Murphy day. Yeah, let, let's clear that one up. Stink fist. Says good morning ass. Fire up that ice making machine and bring on Joe Murphy, baby. Oh, I'm looking forward to having Joe. We, we have a lot to talk about. We have, there's a weird story going on in the NFL and, and the broadcasting. Very, very strange. I, I don't understand what it's about. Uh, maybe, may, maybe Joe will. Uh, College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. Says good morning, ass, and support to Stackar. Yeah, Stackar's having the worst week of his life, and uh, all, all good vibes going Stackar's way and Eric's way. He's got a job interview. He's got a big interview today, so we got to send him good vibes. But please, 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 do not stop. Sending good vibes to Stackar. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid. What is it with you anyway? Somebody drop you on your fucking head? I guess the abortion didn't take. No, I, I guess not. But uh, good morning to you and happy baking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she says that stuff to me all the time. It's, it, it, it's truly amazing. Battleborn. If you don't chew big red, then f- you. Says good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day, Cowboys girl. We're not gonna bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says good morning, ass family. It sucks being sick. Yeah, I can imagine that wouldn't be too much fun. King Steve. Says what up, ass? What a morning on my way to work. I hit a cow. That's right, a fucking cow. What the holy hell? Told my car. Are you okay? Fucking Stephen King is taking out cows with cars. That just that just writes itself. Are you okay though? As long as you're okay, that's okay. And by the way, do you get to keep the cow? Like, do you get to like? It, do, do, does it go on the tow truck with you, and then you take it to the butcher shop of your choice, and you have at it? I mean, because. I mean, if they if we're playing by the rules, the old you know you get twenty points if you hit a pregnant woman or something like that. Don't do that, and you don't get twenty points. There's not twenty points to anything. Man, oh man, you hit a cow. I just fuck them. I mean, the Sunshine State, gorgeous Sunshine gorgeous. State says good morning, nation of ass. Well, good morning to you as well, Mad Hatter. Shitter was full. Good morning. Uh, safety guy says, at least uh, you weren't on a bike. It would have totaled you. No kidding, man. Good God. Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? Uh, no, you know what? I didn't get a jelly donut this morning. I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. The work ethic of the Chinese people here in Texas or whatever the Asian group they're in, Mage, you got to come down here and whip them into shape. So today is my usual day that I wake up. A little earlier because going to Bucky. <laughs> Bucky. Florida has Disney World. We have Bucky. Now, now I go to Bucky's each and every Thursday. Go get my Copenhagen for the week. Otherwise, I will stab people. I always get Braddy Kid a, a, an unsweet tea because she's asleep. She's off. She's off today. And then, because I'm a nice guy, I always get Braddy Kid some donuts. 
Now, we found a donut place that makes donuts that she really, really likes because her palate is that of a one-year-old. It's not the place where I get my cool creme brulee donuts because she gets those for me because she's nice, too, sometimes. I'm nice all the time. Just ask me. So I go in there today. Chinese lady sees me or whatever Asian effect she is. She's like, hey, yeah, you know, she talks to me. And I go, uh, can I get uh, four of those uh, devil food sprinkles? And I go, uh, do you have any? Because they have the, the casings. They have the donut itself for the jelly. And then they fill it up in front of you. So I get, get her to give me an extra couple pumps. I go, do you have any jellies? Because I thought they had them in the back. And, and they've been open for like 40 minutes now. No fucking jellies. Oh, it's heated. Left, almost started crying. But I didn't. I just came home and had some cold macaroni and cheese. That's what I had. That was my breakfast today. Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> I hope that you boys are doing well this morning. Looking forward to next week in the reading of the Dusty Rhodes book. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Christopher. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Where's Christopher? Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Says, good morning, ass fam. Don't forget to log on to social media pages, read today's ass review, leave a like and an eggplant emoji to show your appreciation for the reviewer. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. Yesterday, you asked for more, more, uh, more, more uh, assignments. You're going to have to see the Iron Claw because, I, 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 Christopher, I don't think you know a lot about the Von Erics outside of what I've told you. I mean, between Tommy and I and this, this fellow on Twitter, uh, who the guy who sent me my programs, I met him last night. Super guy. And, and by the way, he knows more about this area's wrestling than I will ever know. But he even he complimented my knowledge last night. And uh, you're going to have to see this movie and let me know what an out, not I don't mean it bad, but an outsider, like an NWO member, what an outsider thinks of this movie. Uh, Chuck says, if you're feeling twitchy, oh, there's a twitch. Oh, thank you so much, Chuck. I appreciate that. Uh, the good Darren is in the house. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Cowboys girl says, how the heck do you hit a cow? Funny, but not funny. Well, you're probably driving. And a cow comes out, and you, you hit it with your car. And they're real, real heavy, and your car's going like 40 miles an hour, so it's going to total it. That, that's how you hit a cow. And if you'd like me to film it, I can do that. But that's probably the best way that I can explain it right there. Uh, Freedom Girl. Yeah, yeah. So good morning, Arnie and ass family. Well, good morning to you. I hope that you are doing good today. Sanchez family. Says Ahoy, King uh, Steve says, safety guy, we know each other. Uh, Sanchez family says, fuck Joe Biden, indeed. Panda! Oh, I love trash. 
says, good morning, family. It actually helps if you hit uh, send when typing your good morning. Yeah, it usually does help. Freedom Girl says, a fucking cow. Damn, Steve, that sucks. Glad you're okay. Safety Guy says, yep. Uh, as Jasmine says, steaks for everyone on Steve. <laughs> no shit, who are you? PMD on Facebook, okay. MAGA Rhino in the house. T-shirt time? 12 times yeah. t-shirt time. T-shirt time? If you're watching on Twitch, you can see it's my shirt. It's an old one. T-shirt time. But our feature time. of T-shirt it's time. T-shirt Everybody time. knows it's T-shirt time. It's brought to you by the so fine nice. folks. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put yeah. their T-shirts on. From 4T5Printing.com. Today's shirt is uh, the cover of an old Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and it features the greatest family in all of wrestling. The Von Erich family. Oh, man. Damn. Rhino, I hope you're doing good today. I hope, you, I, I hope that yesterday went okay for you because I know what kind of bad day you had in front of you. I just hope you know I love you, buddy, and I know that you can get, get through it. Mage in the hizzy faux shizzy. I know like you American, and all you American look alike. <laughs> uh, Mage says, good morning, ass, and AIG, nice hat. Today I am wearing... The hat that was purchased in Japan, because this is the Japanese letter A, from my man, Mage. Thank you so much, Mage. Glad you saw it. Safety guy says, uh, roadkill is fair game in California. Ooh, that's fantastic. That's good to know. Man, oh, man. I'm going to start running over cows. Rent a car, hit a cow. Uh, XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Says, still cold. I ate a big-ass wild turkey on the way home from Tahoe one weekend, left a big-ass dent in the hood. That's what happens when you hit one kind of wild turkey at 70 miles an hour. You can ask somebody how it feels to hit other wild turkeys. <laughs> now, that's funny. Uh, did Hollywood fuck it up? Uh, uh, well, well, we'll talk about it. It, it. And like I said, Tommy tried to talk me down this morning, but we'll see. We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. That's very nice of you, Truman Show. Says, good morning, ass whitewash. White lightning. Says, good morning, ass family and AIG. Hockey player likes the hockey playlist. Mighty Ducks theme. Uh, Gold. Gold, where are you? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Says, happy Sloppy Joe Thursday, ass family. Let's have a great day. I agree with that. We will have a great day. Ralphie's here. Like a pink nightmare. Hey, says, hey, says hey, good morning, hey, you hey. beautiful ass family people. Uh, Kale wants to know, 45, what brand church do you see? Uh, or what do you use? I'm sorry. It, what do you see? What do you use? My God. Uh, Ski Bomb. I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down, and I had sunny side all, all the way around. Good morning to you. A damn near spit take on the abortion didn't take. Yeah, that was a pretty good line I found there. Uh, Stinkfist says you hit a cow. Was 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 this was the sow not on the air this morning? Go fuck that dead cow, Arnie. Boy, if he tells me where it is, I might be on that there, Steve. Uh, or, or Trucker James. Sounds like Steve got fucked by the cow this time. Uh, next Stephen King movie, Mujo. <laughs> I don't see the new review, Christopher. Oh, I put it up. It's up there. It, I, I promise it's up there. 
Uh, Fred. Where's my man Fred? There's Fred. Please. No, it's not Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Says, good morning, y'all. Brady Kid asks, is the cow okay? Not going to lie, after I hit it, I said, fucking Arnie. <laughs> you can't blame me. You can't blame me for that. I didn't do anything. Uh, boozes. Uh, sounds keto. Brady Kid uh, laughing. Uh, hoary cow. It's Arnie States. No jelly. That's blasphemous. Oh, it's Godzilla. Uh, where is o- 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 Gold? You weren't here last week. Uh, Ogre no longer is a, a member of the Ass Family, I guess. So there you go, Manny Seven. Good morning to you. Happy Thursday. Whitewash. The cow was standing in the middle of the street holding a sign. Eat more chicken. Probably. You're talking to the oh. Rolex. Oh boy. Wearing. Oh boy. Diamond ring wearing. Kiss stealing. Woo. Wheeling dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Woo! Let me just say, Warbird, good morning, my friend. Uh, it says just in time. Oh, you're you're in plenty of good time. Hey, uh, how was your three-hour baseball practice in the cold yesterday, my friend? We're gonna get to the movie review here in a second. We, the first hour of the show might just be this goddamn movie review because I got a lot to get off my chest. If I ever meet the guy who plays Ric Flair, uh, we're going to have some words. That, that, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll get to it. I promise. I promise. I can't keep saying good morning to you people. Uh, Donald. It's never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Just got a chance to check out the Twitch this morning. Works way better when you're uh, on home Wi-Fi. Okay. Uh, me on home Wi-Fi or, or them? Because I have it plugged straight into the wall because I'm old. So I, I should be having great speed. Ferdinand! Ferdinand! Can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're going to fertilize the yard. Says, uh, morning, happy Thursday. Heard there's tenderized beef somewhere. Oh, very, very tenderized. Mr. J? that is his name. And all wild DJs, he will tame. Says, good morning, Arnie. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Did you piss Ogre off? No, I, I, yeah, no, Ogre's no longer a part of the show. And that's okay. We have differences of opinions. People... You know, instead of just talking it out and working it out or understanding you're never going to agree with someone, he left. That's all. I, I'm not going to say anything bad. Nothing bad to say. Uh, safety guy talked about it the other day. Uh, you people. Uh, Warbird says, I threw batting practice for my first time in 20 years. Now I can't lift my coffee cup. <laughs> yeah, getting old sucks, brother. Um, all right, let's get to this movie review. The Iron Claw, the story of the Von Erich family. If you don't know them, they're a wrestling family, and this is not a wrestling movie. Um, <laughs> safety guy says, I will. <laughs> um, oh, I know Rhino will too. <laughs> um, this is a, a movie about a gut-wrenching story that happened to a family. That's all. There is some wrestling involved, and this is a movie just uh, about, at one time, a guy who had, let's see, is David, Carrie, uh, Mike, and Chris. A guy who once had five brothers is now an only child. And it happened, uh, one of the deaths happened way, way early, but 
most of the deaths happened in about a three-year span. Uh, that's right, a three-year span. But leading up to that span was like a, a huge time for wrestling here in Texas because you had those three brothers. And what the movie does show is this love that they have for one another. But what they don't show is all the fun, cool stuff, which is kind of what I wanted. But I understand it's Hollywood, and they, they did a lot with the timelines that I really hated. Yes, I, I said it. I really hated what they did with the timelines uh, and how they glossed over some things. There, there's a lot of stuff. And, and this guy who I, 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 who I follow on Twitter and he follows back, um, who's the expert on this, he and I might do a, a, like a night show one time and talk about this movie and cover everything because I have a lot of questions. But those are all wrestling questions. I when when you make a movie about a true story and real life stuff, you got to get the details right. Am, am I wrong? When it comes to if you know the story, and if it's a true story, you want them to get the details right. Like Walk the Line with Johnny Cash. I'm not saying this movie is walk the line. I'm just saying it's they got the details right. Ray got the details right. The last Elvis movie got a lot of the details right for once. And it's the small details that really kind of piss me off in this. Such as world heavyweight champion Harley Race. And this was embedded in my head because I was a little kid at the time. He had these gigantic, oh, Moneyball, there's a great one that Hollywood fucked up. He had these gigantic tattoos right on the top of his forearm. And at that time in this country, people with tattoos were looked on as thugs, and you couldn't get jobs. That's why my dad never, ever wanted me to get a tattoo. My dad grew up when guys were coming home. He was a teenager when, when the men were coming home from World War II. And he went to Korea, but he saw the way society treated people with tattoos, and that always stuck in his head. So he never ever wanted me to get tattoos. But those are the details, and that's why it stood out to me is that the world champ has tattoos. Except Popeye, yeah. But Popeye was an addict. So, I mean, Popeye's not a great representative. So that was one of the details. That they really, really missed. And another one that they really, really missed is that Kevin Von Erich, the movie that is based around this guy's life, the one brother that's still alive. His finishing maneuver was he would get on the top rope and stand backward to the ring and then leap up in the air and turn and hit the guy with a cross body splash. It was not what Jimmy Superfly Snooker was doing. Jimmy Snooker would just get on the top rope and jump off and give you a body splash. Kevin was doing a reverse splash, and that's what made it so cool. They fucked that up. Now he's just doing a splash off the top rope. And, yes, I know it's called the Iron Claw, but each guy had uh, – David had the best claw, so his was the finishing move. Kerry had the discus punch, and Kevin had jumping off the top rope. Now, they got some stuff real right in there, 
The looks of the fabulous Freebirds were phenomenal. The Sportatorium, spot on. And yes, I did tear up when I saw the Sportatorium. But then the guy who played Ric Flair. I mean, I I would imagine there are better Ric Flair impersonators in Las Vegas. This guy absolutely, positively sucked. And by the way, his woo was terrible. Woo! I mean, this is Ric Flair. Woo! That guy was woo. He said woo. Not woo. And and those small details were all just gigantic kicks to my nutsack. I was like, fuck. And the deaths of the brothers, how they, oh, God. they, they, For me, the travesty was the carry death. Uh, That was, oh. But all in all, it's, if you want to see a true tragedy, and I know I'm not selling this movie great, um, but this is just a gut-wrenching movie. And you see it taken out on the mother and on Kevin, and, oh, it, it's just, it's good, but I want something else. I mean, I wanted the fun parts in there, and this is the fun part for me. It was during that time. Oh, and they fucked up Bill Mercer, too, and I got to talk about that with that Lance guy. But uh, at that time, there were all these different what they call territories when it comes to wrestling. And at that time, world-class championship wrestling, which we just call world-class, And then WCW came out, so we had to add the extra C, which was stupid. World-class championship wrestling. Mm. And by the way, they never, ever called it WCCW. They called it world-class wrestling. They called it world-class championship wrestling. Another detail, right to the nutsack. But you had all these territories... You had here and then the the southeast, and then you had the the east coast, and then the WWE was only in the north, and you had the AWA that was in the middle states. The NWA sanctioned a lot all over the place. You had the Portland Championship Wrestling, which was huge. You had some wrestling in L.A., but not much. But the only one to be shown worldwide was world-class championship wrestling. And it, it, it was a big deal. But in that time, a feud, when one guy, you know, the good guys take on the bad guys. And feuds have been kind of erased, if you will, due to Stone Cold Steve Austin, who I think has the second greatest feud in wrestling history. I've only come up with my top two feuds in wrestling history. I mean, you can throw Dusty Flair in there. You can throw Dusty Horseman in there. All that kind of, those are all great. Hogan Macho Man. Hogan Andre was just garbage, in my opinion. 
but the greatest one, and I remember watching it on uh, on Saturday Night Wrestling. Bill Mercer was interviewing Kerry, Kevin, and David Von Erich. And this is at the height of the greatest feud in the entire history of wrestling, the Von Erichs versus Freebirds. I mean, it, like, like, they would stab guys. That, that's how passionate wrestling fans were back then. They would stab the bad guys. And, I mean, it was, it, whenever those, those guys hit the ring, it was just mayhem. And David Von Erich gives a speech. He goes, Freebirds, you made this Texas against Georgia. Well, I'm here to tell you, this is good and decency against filth. It was the ultimate definition of wrestling. It was good versus bad. And it was such an amazing feud. Jenny! 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 Uh, it says, I'm late to the party. I don't know if someone already posted, but here you go. Morning, the Twitch post. Thank you. Keyless Chuck did put it up, but hey, the more people that put it up, that means the more people that are watching. So there you go. There's my on-the-spot review of this movie. I... It's going to make a great cable watch. I still don't know why it was rated R. There wasn't a whole lot of blood. There's kind of a a sex scene, but not really. And the language was, like I said, I don't know why it's rated R. That's that's very confusing. But there you go. So if you want to see it, go see it. If you want to wait till it comes on HBO, See it on HBO. Now we got to start the show because, well, I've been dilly-dallying long enough. The Supreme Court will hear a case that could undo Capitol riot charges against hundreds, including Donald Trump. What? You don't say. Supreme Court said it'll hear an appeal that could upend hundreds of charges stemming from the Capitol riot, including against former President Donald Trump. Well, we can go ahead and check that one off the list. Isn't it weird? Isn't it strange that now that all the video... Am I right about this? Because I I, I need y'all's help on this. The video of the January 6th has been released, correct? And it was recently just, and I'm not talking about when they when they did it that one time, and they pointed out how the uh, the one uh, representative Republican who was running out, who they made look like a coward, actually was running behind all the other senators and and representatives. Um, isn't it weird? First of all, that they've released the footage of the January sixth quote unquote insurgents. And the news ain't talking about it? I mean, isn't that the strange part? That now that the truth is coming out, that that the media isn't running with it and going, well, we see this. With all the truth coming out, do anything actually think Trump won't win? Uh, It's going to take a real crooked election. Uh, either remove the charges for the rioters or add charges to others who more recently have taken off over. Oh, yes. But when these guys come to the Speaker of the House's office and they, they do a sit-in, is that not an insurgence? The fake news. Yeah, well, 
it, it amazes me that, and, and by the way, nobody's talking about it. This is the first time I'm bringing it up, and this video, these videos have been out there for a while. I've, I've let you down. I'm sorry. I haven't done my job correctly to point out how bad the media is. I thought I usually do a pretty good job of that. But it's also convenient, and we know how we all believe in dinks. that now the Supreme Court's ready to hear an appeal on this? Hmm... Chuck says, but they're in the right because they are for whatever woke cause in the current fad. We're going to talk about wokeness because, well, wokeness got a black eye. We're, we're going to talk about that next. Wokeness got a black eye. Well, I should say it got a white eye and <laughs> a round one, too. But we'll get to it here in a second. Um Fake news. Uh, let's see. 24 cyber attack coming. Be ready. No election. I wouldn't be surprised. That's the only way they can keep Trump out of office if they don't have the election. You know, honestly, um, a few weeks ago, I was nervous about Gavin Newsom. And then he got pollywopped by Ron DeSantis on that stupid debate. And I had been asking the entire time, and and I was, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. I was 100% wrong. I was 100% wrong. And I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit it. Because I said, Gavin Newsom, I, man, well, maybe I'm not all the way wrong, but I'm pretty wrong. Because I said, this is nothing but a win win for him unless DeSantis just kicks the shit out of him. Well, DeSantis just kicked the shit out of him because he's nowhere to be found. He's canceling tree lightings or making them Zoom meetings. He's not coming out in public because that tail is firmly between his legs. And I will say this now. I no longer fear Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom has no shot. And... and there's this news gal. Uncle Gavin showed that uh, he's a total tool, thank God. There's a Hail Mary and Hillary. They can run Biden again. They, oh, yeah. Oh, look, I brought up the Hillary thing the other day, and I agree with you. Total Hail Mary. But she can't beat Trump. She's going to have to kill him. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on a second here. We got to do this for Swoosh. There you go, Swoosh. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're feeling better. This is just, this is, this is so crazy. Gavin Newsom, oh, Hillary doesn't scare me. I fear him because of my, tra- uh, my uh, trader girl. People like her made it seem like he nailed it. Yeah, well, th- there was a girl, you're, you're right, I was about to bring, I'm glad you reminded me. The girl I used to follow on TikTok, well, I I think she's a girl. She might not identify that because she wears suits for men all the time. And she's very, very out and proud. Okay, good. But she used to report the news. She would, like, lay under a desk. So it was under the desk news. And this girl went down the middle. I watched her a few times. I was like, hey, I like this. This is what a journalist does. And then slowly... I can't really even say slowly. 
I mean, it was kind of a rapid pace that, that, that she got hired by, like, the Washington Post, and she started sliding down that left day to where she came out, and she said that, that Gavin Newsom won that debate. She said it was pathetic that, Gavin, that, that Ron DeSantis broke out a poop map. Well, I had to, I had to, to, to comment on that. I said, the first thing I would have done is broke out the damn poop map. He allows people to doo-doo in the street. Hey, cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Good morning to you. Anybody, look, look, the people that are going to vote for Gavin Newsom are going to go, they're going to vote for Gavin Newsom. It's like the people that are going to vote for Joe Biden. It's like the people that are going to vote for Donald Trump are always going to vote for Donald Trump the end. Nothing wrong with that. But that's not a majority. You have to get those people who are on the fence. And Gavin Newsom, you only have to have one working brain cell who's not, you know, obligated to one party to watch and see how bad Gavin Newsom got beat. Arnie, I don't fear Newsom. I fear the fucktard idiot voters. They watched it happen. And look, if you get if Gavin Newsom can get got like that by Ron DeSantis, what do you think Donald Trump will do to him? See, that's the way you have to think. Okay, so Gavin Newsom comes on stage and he's looking all slick like the Joker and everything, and he starts. Not answering questions, just like he did. Donald Trump is not going to be as sanctimonious as Ron DeSantis. He's not, and and Ron DeSantis played hardball with him. Trump is going to take him to the big leagues, and the Democrats know that. Maybe Newsom's in in hiding because he's practicing. I I don't know. Uh, the way I heard this story is U.S. attorney knowingly misrepresented the law to add charges to the rioters and Trump. People sitting in prison right now are victims of the weaponization of the legal system, all to bring down Trump at any cost. It's all bullshit. It is all bullshit. It's not what this country is built on. But once again, I will continue finding these stories as I scour the Internet looking for someone to post some logic and some truth. Because the mainstream media ain't going to tell you any of this shit. Now, this story, I, I look, this, I, I love it. I love it so very much because now we, we, can, we can finally have a, a conversation. Boston Mayor Michelle, woo! I don't know if she pronounces it that way. I think it's just woo. decided that she was going to have a, a Christmas party for the city uh, for the city work city councilors and things like that um, but didn't invite any white members of the council aid the aid to the mayor Michelle woo accidentally sent a group email invite meant only for electeds, electeds of color. 
The move to host a racially segregated party sparked outrage with one city councilor branding it unfortunate and device. Well, Sanchez family, I'm glad you agree with me that that is, in fact, racist. So, you can be woke all you want and hate Whitey. Wait a second, we're hating someone based on the color of their skin. For me, that is the signed, sealed, and definition of racism. Like, if your kid comes home and it says, Daddy, what is racism? And you would say, well, that's when one people, a group of people have a party and they invite everybody except another group based on the color of their skin. That's what you tell an elementary school kid. That's what she did, the mayor of Boston. By the way, how Boston ever elected a mayor named Wu? Because Boston is probably the most racist city in America. Oh, I think it's great. Some, who sent this? Wait, wait. Uh, true, Arnie, but I don't give a fuck. No, and see, that's the big thing here. You want to hate us because we're... You, you, you want to hate us because you ain't us. That That's what it is. Nothing will happen to, uh, to her. Uh, but if it was the other way around... Oh, well, we can play... This, King Steve, King Steve, we, we have a little thing on this show that we call the dumb game, the stupid game. And that's where I put in what would, the, what would happen if this was Donald Trump doing it. Like, for example, if Donald Trump Jr. was in and out of drug rehab and had lied on a government paper, a federal gun charge, do you think that they would be dropping that? Oh, my God. Don Jr. is getting raped right now in Leavenworth. So that's a stupid game. So, yeah, King Steve, keep playing it because we love the stupid game. It's just maddening. And yet, nobody wants to say anything. I'll say it. A fucking racist mayor of, 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 of the Boston mayor is a racist bitch. I'll say it. Now, where will that go? Nowhere. Oh, you can't call. Oh, 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 you're a white man. You can't call people racist. Yes, I can. I just did. <laughs> I mean, you can't say I can't do it when I just did it because I just did it, motherfucker. Oh, all right, where are we going next here? Oh, a major blue city. Let me tell you, this is a major brown city, and I'm not talking about because of the people there. I'm talking about because this city sucks. It is a shithole, and that is the city of St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, let's see. I know a few people that live in St. Louis, Missouri, and it is a fucking pit. Hi, Mama. Good morning to you. By the way, that line was said in East St. Louis, Illinois. 
Um, cops are fleeing St. Louis. At one time, like two years ago, just received a large order from Dublin to Ireland. Well, faith in Begora. That's awesome. Um, at one time, St. Louis was the murder capital of America, only to be topped off by New Orleans. Thanks, New Orleans. The St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, like many law enforcement agencies, uh, faced signi- uh, significant departures that it struggled to replace. Well, maybe you shouldn't have defunded them. D- do you think that cops are going to stick around if you defund them? The business manager for the St. Louis Police says, I've never heard of anything that low. Um, the department is budgeted for 1,200 officers and has over 300 vacancies. <laughs> I think somebody's trying to get that murder capital number back up. Let me, let me ask this question. And this is a real question. I, I'm asking this question for real here. Um. When are people going to have enough? Like, we've had enough, right, ass family? We've had enough of the bullshit. We, we, we've had enough of this, oh, BLM, oh, you can't do this, that's racist, because everything's racist. We've had enough. I've had enough. I want to do dick and fart joke stories all day long. See, next week is going to be so much fun. It's the last broadcast week of the year, and I'm planning on doing pretty much fun stuff all week. Reading the Dusty Rhodes book. Oh, by the way, I, I, I don't think she's here, but... I'm going wear my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. Um, let's see. A quick question for Rhino. What's your usual turnaround time for a shirt or two? Doesn't matter because they're going to be the best shirts you have. Oh, I got some new ideas. Oh, I saw. Oh, I took a picture of one the other day. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people have had enough, but we will see after the election. I, and, and I appreciate you saying that, that after the election... We need to start doing some shit before the election. We need to go out and, and, and do what the left does. Because I've had enough. I want to go to these offices of the, these, these local politicians, and then you get to the state politicians. Because they're the ones that matter the most. National ones, they, those, those people are all crooked as question marks. Get them to do one simple thing. It, 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 it is very simple, but no one in, in any form of government does it. Do your fucking job. That's it. Uh, on behalf of Asian people, we give Arnie the minority right to call people racist, slant eyes, small dick, good at math, bad driving, vote for Arnie from all the short rice eaters. Thank you. I appreciate that. I needed that. Fucking zipper heads. 
Uh, Blueberry Sun. Blueberry is looking forward to next week. Need some fun and open to miracles too. Okay. Um, usually about a week, but right now due to the move and Christmas, I'm three weeks behind. Okay. So I got to wait three more weeks at least. Christmas says, yes, Arnie. When will America finally stand up and say we've had enough of this leftist Marxist wokes SJW group think bullshit? God forbid that I still believed I had family alive in St. Louis, even though they are alive, but they're dead to me. I would worry incessantly about them. If I had any family member who I cared about, which I don't, the only ones I care about live in my house, and, of course, the ass fam. If you live in a town that has defunded the police, this is where it has to start. These people need... that believe in that? Do, do, are you really that stupid? Are you uh, honestly? Are you really that stupid because you think they're going to buy a helicopter with that money? The first thing you, that happens when you defund the police, it's not that they're they're not going to give them cap guns. They're not going to give them, you know, batons that are made out of foam. I know they don't give them batons anymore, but that'd be kick-ass if they still did. <laughs> they, they got the old flashlights, the NBFLs. If you don't know what that stands for, I ain't going to tell you. Uh, you are my brother, buddy, family. Me, and, 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 and I feel the same, Rhino, that I have family in Illinois. I have family in California. I have family in Nevada. I have family in Colorado. They're going to give them all rape whistles. Do you know why police in Great Britain don't carry guns? They only carry their little clubs and stuff like that. It's because, one, the training they receive. And number two, a lot of those people in Great Britain, and it's hard to get guns in Great Britain to begin with, from what I understand. But those people aren't quite as savage as we are. You know, we, we got a little Indian in us. We got a little engine in us. It's in the dirt here. And I'm talking about casino, not call center. We, we got, we, we, this dog has got some fight in it. Now, I wish that we trained our police better. I do. But I think they're pretty darn good at what they do to begin with. So I'm not going to criticize all of them for the bad ones. I wish that they would, what I will criticize is they don't say who the bad ones are. The good ones don't want to get them out of there because it's all union, all that kind of stuff. But man, oh man. Seeing cars on fire here. I mean, is is that the America you want to live in? That's not the America I want to live in. Yes, yes, Chuck. And the last words are beaten flashlight. <laughs> That's what the old NBFL is. Uh, all right. Uh, so St. Louis is falling even further down the shithole. You know, this whole this whole Harvard thing, uh, This the president is going to stay amid outcry over anti-Semitism. 
Really? She's a black woman with really short hair, which means she's probably a lesbo. I don't know if she is or not, but I'm going to go off the stereotype that she drives a Subaru. And she's going to get to keep her job, even though she allows these anti-Semitic marchers to march on the campus. Why is she getting to keep her job? Is because she's a black woman with short hair who's probably a lesbian. If this was a older, whiter gentleman, balding, wears glasses, oh, he's fired in 10 seconds. Tell me I'm wrong. Just tell me I'm wrong. I'm so tired of being right about this stuff. When I was watching those the the, the highlights of those hearings, because you know me, I like to party, and this woman wouldn't answer a question at all. We're talking about what is thought about to be the greatest university in the world. Up there with Oxford. And you have a president of that university who's supposed to be probably pretty smart, who probably went to that university, not answering questions. I, I just, I, she needs to be fired. The end. She fucked up. She got nailed on a question, and I hear they were giving Saturday Night Live shit about their skit saying, oh, it was too bad, it was too close to the line, blah, blah, blah. Good for Saturday Night Live. They should start doing more of that stuff. Get people talking about them. I didn't watch it, so I don't care. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in two seasons, and it kills me. All professors have a hopefully small percentage of bad apples, police, teachers, religious clergy. It's our job to find and remove them, be vigilant, and speak up. But she should be fired. When that, when that representative lady said, do you allow students to go around the campus saying kill all black students? And she, would, she wouldn't answer that question. And, and the, the representative was like, this is an easy yes or no question. She continued to... Re- The answer is no, you would not allow that. You would not allow an angry group of guys, let's say, and they were in white sheets, and maybe, I don't know, they had a cross, and they put it on fire. I'm just just spitballing here, okay? And they were saying, death to the Joe Murphy words. Death to the Joe Murphy words. The only good Joe Murphy word is a dead Joe Murphy word. Harvard is going to allow that as long as they're students. Really? I think I know the answer to that. That would be... A bullshit? Mm-hmm. A bullshit? A bullshit. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. Bullshit! But they're letting them say that about Jewish people. So... Here's the trillion-dollar question. What's the difference? Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Oh, hold on a second. You know what? Uh, Let's see. uh, 
Battle hymn. Hold on a second. You know, I'm going to read this. This this gets its own music, if I have it. There it is. Oh, I, which one? I'll choose this one. Maga Rhino says they caught the fucking pink-haired demon that sabotaged my website Paylinks. She, him, has been terminated. I fucking knew it. Thank God the leadership is biased or based. the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Oh, no, there's another verse. Crap. I have no. Good for you. Good for you and your due diligence. I religiously watch SNL every year uh, since I was about eight, and this season has been the worst. The writing is horrible. Okay, I'm not missing anything. My money will be cleared today. Thank God for you. Uh, That's how Notre Dame got the name the Fighting Irish. Yeah, a bunch of students stood up to a bunch of racists in Indiana, which, by the way, was a hotbed for Klan activity in the 30s and 40s. Look it up. The governor of Indiana was the grand poobah of the Klan. And a bunch of students said, not on our campus. And that's how they got the nickname. Mage, you're absolutely right. Uh, the program is the left took over education and brainwashed the young through college age to think this way. It's bullshit and needs to be fixed. Amen. Didn't they fire someone from Pitt for anti-Semitism, not just Harvard? They haven't fired anybody from Harvard yet. God is great. XXG Force, can you ask Joe what he thinks of Draymond Green getting suspended indefinitely? Hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, Draymond Green. I'm writing it down. Suspended indefinitely. <laughs> I mean, did did he hit the guy? Like I, I've heard, he he said he accidentally hit her. Uh, that's it. Good shit, Rhino. Uh, Cutter. Uh, where the Hamas billionaires uh, leaders live have gifted over five billion dollars to Ivy League schools in exchange for what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is excellent to hear, Rhino. The colleges run on this principle called DEI. It's a system of racist Marxist-style equity or er, equity. Designed to pit groups of people against each other by convincing them that the powerless need to rise up and eliminate the powerful by any means necessary. It is a bunch of bullshit. Yes, my friend, it is a bunch of bullshit. And, you know, here's the deal. Somebody's got to stand up to it. Are we going to start doing it? I stand up to it every day when I broadcast. I tell you all the truth about this shit. I don't know what y'all can do, I, I, and I'm not telling you to do anything. University of Penn president decided to d- resign after the congressional hearing. Good. They probably, probably resigned and got all kinds of fucking, you know, golden parachute stuff other than getting fired. Uh, he stumped as a bonus last year. Dude is a bully. Well, we will talk about it next. Uh, phone number is 775-357-FANS. 
ArnieRadio1 at Gmail if you want to write me. We did listener mail yesterday. It was fantastic. And Joe Murphy will be next. Well, I'm a honky-tonk man. Ain't a case ain't style. Love to give the girls a world to the music of an old goodbye. When my money's all gone, I'm on the telephone singing, Hey, hey, mama, can your daddy come home? Well, now I'm living wild and dangerously. I've got plenty of company. The moon comes up and the sun goes down. But I can't wait to see the light in town. Cause I'm a honky-tonk man. And I can't see you stop. Love to give the girls a world to the music of an old goodbye. And when my money's all gone, I'm on the telephone singing, Hey, hey, mama, can your daddy come home? Texas town of El Paso I fell in love with a Mexican girl Nighttime would find me in Rose's cantina Music would play and Farina would whirl Blacker than night were the eyes of Farina Wicked and evil while casting a spell my love was deep for this Mexican maiden I was in love but in vain I could tell One night a wild young cowboy came in Wild as the West Texas wind 
dashing and daring a drink he was sharing with wicked Felina, the girl that I love. So in anger, I challenged his right for the love of this maiden. Down put his hand for the gun that he wore. My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat. The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor. Out through the back door of roses I ran, out where the horses were tied. I caught a good one, it looked like it could run up on its back, and away I did ride. Just as fast as I could from the West Texas town of El Paso Out to the badlands of New Mexico Back in El Paso my life would be worthless Everything's gone in life, nothing is left It's been so long since I've seen the young maiden My love is stronger than my fear of death I saddled up and away I did go, riding alone in the dark. Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me, tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart. And at last here I am on the hill overlooking El Paso, I can see Rosa's cantina below. My love is strong and it pushes me onward Down off the hill to Felina I go Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys Off to my left right a dozen or more Shouting and shooting I can't let them catch me I have to make it to Rose's back door Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel a deep burning pain in my side. Though I am trying to stay in the saddle, I'm getting weary, unable to ride. But my love for Felina is strong, and I rise where I've fallen. Though I am weary, I can't stop to rest. I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest From out of nowhere, Felina has found me Kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina Double time, she moved 
7-7-5-3-5-7-F-A-N-S. Welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday, a Joe Murphy Thursday. We will call him here in just a second. I, I looked this up. I didn't realize that bowl games started this week. So Joe and I have, I, I, I'm not catch him off guard with something. So ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. To welcome our dear, dear family member, that crazy uncle that we all know and love so much, Joe Murphy. Hello. Joe Murphy. Arnie Skates, how are you, my man? Ah, it is good to hear your voice, my friend. Joe, do we have a lot to talk about today or what? How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I, I stayed up all night, had a long talk with the GIMP. With, with who? The GIMP. The, the GIMP? Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm thinking about entering, entering the transfer portal. Oh, yeah. Where, where are you thinking, thinking about going? The industry transfer portal. Right now, Bangkok looks good. Okay. Uh, possibly Vegas. Um, we're even looking at some, some you know, uh, Nam Pin or something like that. Okay. I know they go on a tour there next week, but uh, you know, something about you know, I'm thinking about branching out, taking out uh, new uh, action in the sex, adult sex industry. Okay. Well, hey, man, more power to you. I would stay, say, stay away from like the uh, the 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 Zimbabwe nations, I- anywhere around there. I mean, I like that you're going tropical and you're going uh, Asian in your route. I, I think that's a smart move. Well, just like you know in radio, you know, you don't get to pick your format. Right. You, know, you exactly. get in there and you you know that's the you, you know, it's same thing in uh uh in, in the sex industry, but well I'll tell you what, you go through the wrong portal. Yeah. <laughs> trouble, buddy. Amen. You know? yeah. Uh we'll get well, there's only a, I saw an interesting tweet since you brought up the portal. We'll kinda of start a little bit here. Um somebody tweeted out that there's no difference between Texas and Texas A and M when it comes to the transfer portal. Now, I've looked at Texas's players that are transferring out, and there's like eight of them. 
And between the eight, they have nine starts. Yeah. A&M has one guy who's on the transfer portal who has 24 starts. Along, I mean, and they have a ton of guys who have like 10, 15 starts that are all transferring. Why yeah, would anybody you know, go there? Yeah, that's kind of I mean, it's crazy because, you know, the majority of the portal guys are going to be guys that think, hey, man, I'm, I'm Johnny Superstar. Uh, I should be playing. I'm going to get out of here. I can go where I can play, mm-hmm. you know. But there are other guys that have gotten a lot of starts, but they might see trouble ahead or something, you know, and they're, they're leaving too. But, you know, like Matt, Matt Rule at Nebraska said, he will, he's going to try to build the team you know, like the old school, but he will use the transport. He's not saying he'll ever use it. Of course, he's going to use it. So hoping to get kids that are going to be there for at least like two years. Yeah. But he's. But if we come across somebody that's a big time impact player, I'm not saying we won't pick, take him right away for one year. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a smart move when it comes to this. College football still needs to do something to limit this because I don't care for it. Um, you know, that that guys can go to a different school pretty much each and every year if they want to. Um, I, the college got to step in. They got to step in with all the NIL money because it is getting to be a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and now it's just money. They have these collective funds yeah. that they, you know you can you can donate to friends of the athletics or whatever that you can donate. So now even the smaller schools, they, they, you know, funds that you pitch into like the car dealers and everybody, mm-hmm. and so you, you you go after them with money. This is what it takes to grab a quarterback, a million and a half. It's yeah. easy for you know. Uh, which, by the way, we're getting last year's overall number one uh, pick, uh, number one prospect out of high school was Dominic Rail, a quarterback from Arizona. He will be transferring from uh, he will be transferring from Georgia to Nebraska. Oh wow! You, also, you've and, got uh, that. Jeff Sims, Jeff Sims became a hurricane. Oh wow! Okay, all right, all right, fantastic. Well, one school that's not using the transfer portal for anything is Oak Hills Christian College, a Minnesota school that played North Dakota State this week and got beat. Thanks, Joe. You sent me this story. They got beat 108-14. to 14. Uh, I mean, come on. You got halftime, you put like eight. You know, you're in a locker room like, Jay, four points. Way to put it up the board. Way to put it up the points. First job, buddy. You left the team. Like, like, I'm, I'm wondering how they even scored 18. They sound terrible. Like 14, they scored. Yeah, oh, it is that what it was? 14, yeah. Yeah, it was 14. I'm sorry. One game, North Dakota. There's no mercy rule. It's not like Little League. They have to put it in the books, so they got to play. But I mean, it just had to be brutal. Like, what was going on? I was it. Was that? Did they forget that it was like a wheelchair school? I have no kid or school for the blind or you know only people that have two left hands. I, I like like what what are their malfunctions that they scored only fourteen points? How do you only score fourteen points in forty minutes? You know, here's the thing. You know, uh, in sports. You know, the teams, all the colleges, they're getting you know closer and closer together, better parity. You know, getting catching up with each other and stuff. But the best part of college basketball is before. The, the break before the new year, they all got all these tournaments and mm-hmm. this, and and I love some of the schools they play. You know, like some of the big schools and there's all these tournaments and they'll play just schools you've never. Bob Jones University, I swear to God, it's on there, something like that. Um, and and you know, so they play all these little schools and they just crush them. 
but now normally in the women's game, you'll see these huge disparities oh, God, between yeah. the tours sometimes, you know, because they, you know, Iowa's got four thoroughbreds and then they go play, you know, the college that got a couple of girls out of their high school in the area, you know, and just throttle them. But you don't see the guys like that one, boy. No, and, and you know, in, in college, you usually don't. Um, I remember there was a story out of Texas a few years ago. It was a high school down in Houston. And they played another team, and they beat them like a hundred and five to nine, and people yeah. were outraged at it. And and here's where I stand on it: um, your starters are obviously going to be out of the game. You know, once once you've put up fifty in the first quarter, I imagine your starters are probably out of the game. When it's fifty to nothing, um, what are the backups supposed to do? Miss on purpose. When you're scoring 14 points, I, really, you, I, I, I don't want you. I, I would hate to be the backup on that team. Come on, second string. No, no, I'm talking. I'm not talking about the second string. I'm talking about the team that put up 108. Man, second team on that. Do they have a second team? How bad are they? <laughs> Bro, this guy, you got, you got Johnson got hurt. I might get some action this week. Oh, yeah. You guys can go down 155 to 2 to Purdue. Yeah. That'll be a good game. Yeah. But what That's are, crazy. What? I do have a score from last night also. Eastern Washington, 103. Portland Bible, 34. Jesus. But so, okay. So the 103 school, what are they supposed to do? That's what I mean. You know, if it was like a mercy rule, and you know, you just there, stop there, it. There's no mercy rules. No mercy rules. I know what they're supposed to do. The, the poor corner stall. They just didn't care. They just kept scoring. Like, really? Well, I, I mean, if I'm a backup player, I want to score. I want to oh, play. I want to get in there and get my hoop on. If, I, if I'm the kid doling out Gatorade, suit me the fuck up. And just think of that guy on North Dakota State. He's third team. He's on the third team, but he's fourth in the nation in scoring. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, talking about crazy shit here, do you understand anything going on with the Ohani deal? What's going on with what? The Shohei Ohtani. He's, he's deferring $680 million of his contract. So what I understand is he wants to get like as long as he plays the next ten years, whatever. He wants only like a million a year or something like that, or uh, and then ten million or something, two million I think a year, something like that. So that would be like twenty million, twenty million, and then he wants like the six hundred ninety nine. No, six. It's six eighty. It's six hundred ninety nine million nine hundred nine. It's well, you know, trying to figure that out. My head is so many zeros. Um, at the end, when when they're when when he be completes the contract, the band then you just pay me off ten years from now. The rest are like, I'll oh, I'll just take like twenty million of it now over the next couple of years over the next ten years. Which oh, is, so what are the Dodgers yeah. supposed to do? Like set up a piggy bank and put six hundred and eighty million dollars in that and wait for him to retire? Well, guess what? When you get what six hundred million dollars takes a lot of interest over ten years. No, that is so true. That money will be sitting in the bank, and they'll be just making it. I mean, you know, so it's just weird. You what know, do you what uh, do you think? What do you think about do him? What do you think about him going there? Well, anybody that hates the Dodgers hates them really more a lot now because mm-hmm. uh, you know they just you know they always used to talk about Steinbrenner uh, buying championships and. You know, now they're Dodgers. 
buying championships. Uh, you know, they're going, yeah, Stack, you got to give them that. I mean, they have, I mean, they won a hundred and something games and they, now they added, uh, Otani to their roster. I mean, what's going to happen is we'll see, uh, but baseball's a fickle game, as you know, Barney. They can take a tumble anytime. I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now, and, and I don't mean any disrespect to my Dodger fans out there. Uh, Dodgers don't even win the West this year. Yeah, they you they know, don't win the West. Uh, that, that stuff happens. Yeah, it's 162 games. A lot of stuff changes. People get hurt. Guys go into slumps. Uh, you know, they, a lot of guys don't take my hitting class in the spring. Right. You you, you and know, Fred so. McGriff, you do that, that hitting class where you guys wear your hats really high on your head. Yeah, yeah. And it's called it's called McGriff Crime Dog Hitting Camp. Yeah. Crime Dog McGriff, yeah. Well, and here's the other weird thing about Otani going to the Dodgers. He's not going to pitch anymore because his arm's fucking shot. He's had two rotator cuff surgeries. Um, Is he playing the outfield? I mean, like... They, is he going out because he's got to play every day because there ain't no DH in the in the National League? Yes, there is now. Huh? The DH in both leagues, I'm pretty sure, buddy. No, the the, the pitchers still hit the National League. It's only when they oh, play. Maybe, maybe I was watching the playoff game. That's yeah, what I was thinking. You're watching playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He's going to play the outfield, obviously. I think mean, he's a 300 hitter. All right. Well, hey, like I said, I, I I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb saying they don't win the West this year. And and no disrespect to my Dodger fans uh, out there because I'm I'm not saying that because I hate the Dodgers because I'm a Giants guy. I just I I don't think that much of him. I really don't. I mean, he had Mike Trout on a team and they couldn't finish outside of last place. Mike fucking Trout. I mean, think about it. Magic Johnson signed the biggest contract in sports history, 25 years, $25 million. Chump change. Now, Joe, I got to say, you were right. Everybody's saying DH in both leagues now. I did not realize that. No more DH in the National League. Okay, so. Yeah, I was pretty sure of that. I didn't want to say because, you know, you watch your baseball, but I was pretty sure I was. I noticed over the course of the year, I think I picked up because I was late in the year that I picked mm-hmm. up on it. I know it was late in the year, and I was like, wait a minute. No, oh, come on. The National League now, no DHs, so yeah. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you this question. Uh, it, I mean, I know that you're a bigger football fan than you are baseball. Uh, what yeah. are you, what's your stance on the designated hitter? Okay, not necessarily. I'm a huge baseball fan, but as far as, like, you know, fandom, like getting psyched up by my corner, but, but I love the game of baseball. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I think we talked about this once. I'm kind of a, a purist, like, to the sense that the, the nine guys on the field – should be the nine guys at bat. Now, back in the day, just like this Otani, you know, Babe Ruth would pitch, he'd hit, you know, and it was just like the nine guys, you know, like Sandlot, the nine guys, okay, you come in, you hit, you know, and that was the first step towards making it more exciting, you know, like all the stuff they've done now. Now we've come all the way to an extra innings. Uh, we start a guy at second base with a 32-ounce Labatt, you know. Uh, but but, but before that, it's, it's like that's the way. It's, that was the first thing. Hey, we're going to spice it up, put a hitter in there at the DH, which which I thought it was cool in one league and not in the other because then when the, when the American League hitters had to hit. Yeah. You know? Well, and, it was and, great. Uh, and, and, and by the way, when they would go to American League parks and they'd have to have a DH, then National League had a, you know, their pitchers got the day off. I, I grew up being a Rangers fan, being in the American League, and I loved the DH. And I loved that it extended guys' careers like George Brett. 
George Brett's one of my all-time favorite players, and and his whole career was extended due to the fact that there was a designated hitter. Yeah, well, and another thing, though, is without the DH, and there's a pitcher in there, and he's throwing Jim, the, the double switch, the substitution gets a little tricky. You got to yeah. know what you're doing, Skipper, because you like your guy's pitching well. Oh, no, but we got to have a hitter coming up. You got to know when, you know, we got to let him hit because we need him to keep throwing. You know, with the DH, you don't have to worry about that. You know, yeah. you just. Yeah, well, this, the whole strategy, there's, 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 a lot of people say, well, there's strategy involved. Well, there's not a whole lot when it comes on the other team because if a pitcher's pitching really good and his spot's coming up second, you're going to pitch around the eight-hole guy to get to the pitcher to get the out because a lot of those guys don't work on their bunts anymore. Back in the day, pitchers used to be able to bunt. Some could hit for a little bit. But yeah, today's athlete... supposed to be able to do his bunt if you're yeah, a pitcher. Today, today's athlete is just... Uh, they're, they well, today's today's the modern day athlete, in my opinion, is just a spoiled fucking brat. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, you're asked to lay down a bunt in a major league baseball game. I don't care what position you are, you better be able to lay down a bunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels won the Heisman Trophy last weekend. Any problem with that? What's crazy is that you know he. Didn't, out here in the West, we heard about Bo. We're all Bo Nicks and, mm-hmm. and the Washington kid, Phoenix and Phoenix. And, uh, you know, so, but of course, the East, they like their guys. And uh, I never really, I never really saw a whole lot about him. So I, I, saw, I knew he was good. I saw he made the finalists. Uh, but I never really looked at his stats. I mean, you know, did he lead, what, did he lead some categories? And- yeah, I mean, he had all kind of big numbers out there. He, wa- he won the, uh, the Maxwell Award, which is the best quarterback in college football, which pretty much means you're going to win the Heisman Trophy. Um, but <clears throat> we used to give the Heisman Trophy to a guy who had led his team to actually do something. You know, I mean, the, yeah. LSU is yeah. going to be – LSU ain't playing in a New Year's Day game. Now, I'm not saying that it automatically has to go to one of those guys, but eh, I don't know. I just I, I, I don't have a problem with him winning it. He had good numbers up there. I don't think he's going to be much of an NFL quarterback, but, you know, we, we don't give him yeah. any quarterbacks. Look, look, look what Joe Flacco's doing now for the Browns. Yeah, yeah, you never, that's the thing, you never, no, you know, that was the thing, like, uh, uh, that the kid that died in the plane crash, what, uh, barrier for Nebraska, you know, he just stuck it out, stuck it out, he, he was talking, he wanted to go all the time, he's like, I'm out of here, man, I'm gonna go play, stuck it out, stuck it out, bam, he's a part of the national championship, but wins eight games in a row for him, and, and guys that just come up, you know, you never know, there's injuries, there's guys that get homesick, now with this transfer portal, I mean, you could go from fourth string to first string like that, <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. It is truly crazy uh, what's happening there. I, I'd like I said, I didn't have a problem with him winning it. Whatever. I mean, you look at the. Let's see. Uh, Washington has the only guy that you could say really kind of deserved it in the in the Penix kid, uh, but he's on the West Coast, and those voters they don't ever do that. Um, I was asked by a listener to ask you a question. XXG Force wants to know what you think about Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green being suspended indefinitely. Well, I've got him on a timeout standing in the corner right now. So, <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he's going to behave over here. You know, he's got, I, I, come, I wake up this morning and he's crawling up on the counter trying to get to the Hennessy. Uh, hold on a second, Joe. My main man Roy is in the house. Roy hasn't been on the show in a long time. Roy, what's happening, brother? 
Roy lives down in South Padre now. Let's give it up for Roy. Career spring breaker. Yes, yeah, pretty much. That's what he does. But so Dramont, Draymond Green fucking nailed a player from the Suns this week when he was turned around on a thing, and it looks like it's kind of an accident, but not. We can you know, agree that Draymond Green is. The strangulation? No, this is not the strangulation. This is yeah, from a, after that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we can all agree that Draymond Green is the dirtiest player in the game, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a dirtbag. I've never liked that guy. He just seems to be, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know if he's a flopper like LeBron, but, uh, yeah, but he's a dirty player. Yeah, he's like a Lambeer, you know, the, re, the rebirth of Bill Lambeer. Well, I was going to ask you, you put him up against Lambeer, who you got? Hold on, we're going uh, Draymond Green against Lambeer. I think Lambeer is probably a better scorer. But, no, I'm just talking about, like, it, oh. m- mono and mono, Draymond Green against Bill Lambeer. Well, uh, as far as, uh, like, a one-on-one game, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to go with probably Draymond on that. But oh. I don't know, you know, there's, you know, he can, uh, uh, Lambeer can hit from outside. But uh, if they got into a scrap, I don't know, the wingspan on Green might win him the fight. Man, boy, I, I, it's hard for me to pick against Bill Lane Beer. It is. Man, I mean, oh, I know what you're saying. I mean, the, as a story, as a player, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't know if I can pick a winner and they get in the fight. You know, sometimes the wingspan's a big deal. You are <laughs> correct. Uh, Maggie, you have not missed the NFL picks yet. No, we're going to get to that here in a little bit. Um, Stinkfist says, I'm a Warriors fan. Always defended him, but now I'm just sick of it. He's played in 15 games. has been injected three, three times. Um, here's, here's where I don't have a problem with it. I like that this is still a part of the NBA. I like, I like that there's a, there's a, there's a a Charles Oakley type person. There's, there's an enforcer on the court. I like it. Look, just own up to it, Draymond. Just own up to it like Aunt Blaine Beer did. He knew that he was a thug. Just know that you're a thug. Stop pretending you're not a thug. Yeah, you're kind of a hothead. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta, yeah. Some guys, they lose it, you know, but uh, they call it when, when somebody agitates you, you strike back at them and you end up getting a They call that being a banty rooster. Yeah. Now, now, let me ask you this, Joe. Championship teams always have that one guy on the team that's kind of the dog. We can say Draymond Green. And I, and I figured this where this all started. It started with your university. It started with a fellow by the name of Lawrence Phillips. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about Lawrence Phillips. I'm saying that everybody in the locker room feared him, but they knew that Lawrence Phillips would kill, literally kill for them. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah, yeah. Lawrence was, you know, he, he told Lawrence out, you know, I think you're going to have to drag me off this field, bro. Like, mm-hmm. get me out of here. I mean, he was just a hard note because that kid, you know, he wasn't in like a group home because his parents got rid of him. He just didn't have, he didn't have a home. You know, his, uh, his mom, his mom ran with a lot of dudes, let's say, whatever. One of his mom's boyfriends held Lawrence down as a kid. You know, I think he's about 10 and peed on him. Mm. And he, then he did these group homes. The poor kid, I mean, I don't, I don't condone what he did, but man, you ever watch that, uh, that documentary? The kid had it rough. I mean, he had it really, really rough. And he did not develop a healthy respect for women at all. You know, he no. had there a lot of problems with the women. After no, but, but, but aside from all of that, in the locker room, that's oh, a guy yeah. I want on my team. 
I want that guy on my team because I know I'm not going to fuck with him. And if anybody but, fucks yeah, with me, yeah. Orange yeah, Phillips got my back. Gary Easy, six George Gary Easy, I think. You know, and, yeah, he would have won the Heisman and he'd get in trouble. But that guy, yeah, and then in terms of just the bees, he'll tear your head off. Uh, was the mom's boyfriend named R. Kelly? I don't think so. I think R. Kelly might have been a little too young for that. Um, yeah, I did. As I felt, Lord Phillips got R. Kelly messing with his girl. I don't know about R. Kelly being around. No, no. Um, <laughs> jumping to the NFL before we get to our picks. Um, Al Michaels has been dropped from NBC's NFL playoff coverage. And nobody's really talking and saying why it's happened. Well, so Tariqo's in there, right? Well, well, I think they're going to have a few games to where they have three playoff games. Tariqo Collinsworth are going to do a game. Noah Eagle and Todd Blackledge and Catherine Teppen will be on the call for the doubleheaders earlier this month. But and this, is the, this is the NBC uh, broadcast? Yeah, and I, I believe the NBC is working with Prime and allowing this, uh, but no Al Michaels. Because now, because I'm confused. Al Michaels didn't he do Prime? The he Thursday did line? do Prime, but he still, he still can do stuff for NBC. And when they need a third team, they would probably do him and Herb Street if they have three games. Obviously, NBC has three games. Yeah. Right. I always wonder that because you, you know, you'd see him on NBC, then you wouldn't. Um, well, you know, Al Michaels is a pitcher. Just really quick before you go, one last college note, okay? okay. The NPAA Women's Volleyball Final Four. Yeah, baby. Tell me who's in it. The Pittsburgh uh, Panthers against the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the first semifinal. Uh-huh. The second semifinal is the Texas Longhorns versus the Wisconsin Badgers. Let's go, Lady Longhorns! Both of those games on ESPN, too, so I'll probably tune in a little bit. Oh, I know you will, and you will probably be pantless when you tune in. I do. I do enjoy watching uh, sports naked. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, uh, just the, uh, the the sausage scramblers. Bacon and sausage scramblers. Those are what I like. Braddy Kid just texted me. I hope she's listening. Um... They are punishing him because he didn't bow down to Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, Joe, it is that time. Uh, oh, well, you know what? Before we get to the NFL picks, you know this weekend college bowl games start? There's actually a decent lineup. Not a super decent, I mean, but there's a couple decent games. Um, let's see. Let, let me see if I can guess them. And I'll guess them by the bowl title. Okay, yeah, Saturday, let me tell you how many there are, first off. Okay. Saturday, there's one, two, three, four, five, six bowl games. I got seven. Wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, the reason under the seventh, that's probably the uh, the historically black college game, and that's not on the sports book. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, okay, so, you know, the cricket celebration bowl, that's it right there. You nailed it, Joe. I'll say the bowl games that are interesting to you are the L.A. Bowl and the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Well, I don't have a list on my thing. I think I, so. Uh, I would hope you think that the Bruins and, and the Broncos. That's the L.A. Bowl. I got that one. Cor- Hold on a second. I have to give myself a correctamundo on that. Correctamundo. That is the L.A. Bowl. UCLA against Boise State. Okay, and then 
the of course, uh, Marshawn Lynch's school, the California Golden Bears, going against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Red Raiders. That is the Raiders Technology Independence Bowl. <laughs> Nailed them both in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, I I love that, you know, because you know, I mean, it's whoever did the most returns, you know, for, for the tax season. It's either that's the Tax Slayer Bowl, it's H and R Blockout does them, it's the H and R Block Bowl. You know, I just I love these names now for the bowl. Oh, but but the Independence Bowl used to have the best because they were the Poulon Weed Eater Independence Bowl. Yeah, I really they, they change all the time. You know, I know, balls, I miss that balls. one. Awesome. The Poulon Weed Eater Independence Bowl in in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, what I do you? You had not the Boise for your for your break. That warm and balmy Boise to play that Idaho Potato Bowl. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, they like New Mexico State, Fresno State. Uh, that's in the New Mexico Bowl. Miami of Ohio and Appalachian State. Eh. Jackson yeah. State versus Louisiana. Howard and Florida A&M. That's the uh, historically black one. And yeah, Georgia Southern yeah. and Ohio. I ain't going to watch. I ain't probably going to watch any of these, but I might turn the tech game on. That one might not be too bad. Yeah, yeah, they're later at night. Those are the last, like the end of the day. Oh, here it'll be 4.30 my time. So the last few games will be all right, maybe. Uh, Joe, do you know what time it is? Do you, do you, do you know? Are you, are you ready? Are you ready for it? All right, let's get it. Let's do it. NFL picking time, baby. All right, Joe, last week you and I did not have good weeks. Hello, Seth. Okay. Did we go good? Did we go good? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, okay, getting yelled at by Jesse Jamie. She's working hard on the house. I'm waiting for an FL picks. What's her problem? Okay. All right. I just had to blow dry my hair real quick. No problem. No, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, last week, Joe, you and I sucked. We both suck, huh? Seven and eight for both of us, pushing your record to one seventeen and ninety one, and my record to one twenty and eighty eight. I am still leading by three games. You know, I remember last week I said this is going to be a major break for somebody, mm-hmm. and we just puttered through it and stayed the same. Well, you won a game here, and I won a game there, and then we lost games here. It was terrible, but remember, Joe. Your sound effect is at the end of my finger now. If you have your 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 dime your dime dog pick, oh, we, we yeah, have yeah, right. And check this out. Well, I'm not kidding you. I'll I'll have to I'll, I'll email it to you or I'll text it to you. But I bet on the uh, let's see what the Titans money line. Where a dollar bet wins seven dollars, mm-hmm. so a two dollar bet wins forty. Yeah. yeah. Murph played a couple of units on t- the Tennessee Titans to win the game outright. Wow. Good pick over over the Dolphins on Monday night. Holy crap. Both upsets. Man, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. All yeah, right. The thing I'm having trouble with this week is the Raider game. The over-under is five and a half, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to bet on that. <laughs> That's the worst. I wouldn't even I, – I didn't even talk about the game. I just said three to nothing. Now, speaking of the Raiders, they are kicking off our week 
as the 5 and 8 Chargers go all the way to Las Vegas to take on the 5 and 8 Raiders. The Raiders are a 3 point favorite. The over under is 34 and a half. I don't know if I've ever seen an NFL over under that low. You know, it's like for me in baseball, if I ever see a six and a half over under, I take the over every time. Because mm-hmm. three three tie, you're in. They're gonna play it till it's over. So um yeah, that's I would take the over in this too, but the, uh, you know, the Raiders are basically running downhill right now, baby. They're on fire. I'm going with the Raiders. Um, I guess Herbert's not playing for the Chargers. Uh you're taking the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders at home for all my Raider fans out there. Uh, let's go Raiders. Uh, all right, next game up on No, we have three Saturday games this week, Joe. You excited about that? I always love that. At least they come you know, when, the, when there's that gap with the college ball. The yep. NFL throws in the, some extra TV games. I believe, uh, oh, yeah, but coming soon, it will be our one Peacock playoff game. It'll oh, be great. Very right? nice. Uh, this weekend, first game we've got on the NFL Network. The seven and six Vikings take on the seven and six Bengals. Cincinnati's a three point favorite. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Listen. Cincinnati, I got them a three. I got them about a four point favorite. Uh, that game in Cincinnati, the Vikings. I think the Vikings come in and upset them. Yeah, you like the Vikings in that game. Well, shit. I was going to take the. I'm going to take the Vikings too. Yeah, we got to stick with what we really want. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I can't fool around anymore. We're getting, we're getting. This is clutch time of the season here. Uh, next game up, the seven and six Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the seven and six Colts. The Colts are a point and a half favorite at home. Damn it, Joe! Your Steelers cost me a win last week. They lost to another three and what fifty team. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's just, it's even Roethlisberger saying, I think it's over. They just, they're just, they're the new Bears, you know, like, I mean, you know, they, their defense is trying to keep them in, you know, just because, I don't, you know, because, just because, you know, for the heck of it, and you know me, uh, uh, I've never been a man concerned with money, you know, that Ernie, uh, a very philanthropic. Oh, uh, yes, you are. I like to remain anonymous with all my donations. Every single one. Anytime you see an anonymous donation. Anytime you see somebody donated a lot of money anonymously, it was Joe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, know. I hate I to out you. Yeah, I hate crazy. to out you, but I, I you, when I'm proud of you, Joe, I'm proud. I do what I can. I mean, I you know, I went to I sent to the Stanley Sosa Fund. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I saw a thing. I saw a thing with you know all their foundations, all these Plato athletes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're a saint. What's that? You're a saint, my friend. Yeah, well, no, there's a there was a thing. There's a thing out there. The service that tells you how much of your dollar actually makes it to the charity. You know, and it tells you the good ones and the bad ones. And oh yeah. Like I guess Sammy Sosa's was, <laughs> you know, like thir- three cents out of the dollars making its way to the the people that need it. You oh know? yeah. Well, he was trying to keep up with fucking uh, the March of Dimes. March of Dimes used to be that way. You know what? You know what has a million legs but can't walk? Jerry's kids. Jerry's kids. I know a million. And you know those poor kids. They're trying. You know. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, how old is How old is Caleb and that other kid for the Shriners? I mean, those kids got to be sixty-five right now. Oh, what kids driving and going to college now? 
How would you feel if you had the Shriners kid in your college class? God bless him for withstanding all that treatment and stuff, but he's got like a minivan, and he's driving a minivan. You can get a cooler cripple car than that. Come on. And they're cruising down the hall of college. He's with Gary Coleman and a guy from Game of Thrones, you know, walking down the hall. <laughs> we got to get back to this game, Joe. Uh, the Steelers and the Colts. You know I'm going with my steel curtain. Um, Joe, I'm sorry. Nope. No, I, I, I ain't falling for it again. I ain't falling for this bullshit fucking Steelers thing again. Is Mitch Trubinsky your starting quarterback this week? I ain't falling for that shit no more. Um, the next game up, now this one's interesting. To me, this is the are you for real game right here. The 7-6 and six Broncos against the 9-4 and four Lions. The Lions have looked like dog shit the last two weeks. Detroit is a four-point favorite at home. I think the indoor thing brings the Lions back. I'm going to go with the Lions. You like the Lions. and that, You know what? I'm going to stick with the I, – I, they have to bounce back. And, and here's the thing. I don't believe at all in the Broncos. I, not, not at all. I, I, I just have no belief in them. Uh, Swoosh says, the Arnie State Show, the only show to advocate for cooler cripple cars. Yeah. Yeah, that kid don't need to be driving a minivan. He's already creeping people out enough when he's, you know, scooting around, offering them a free blanket. Next game up on. Hey, 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 you think you got ripped off when they threw in, you know, wow, hi-fi stereo in your car. Think of the thing, and the add-ons he had to have in that thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's really worried about cup holders. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the floor mats for him, though. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Next game up on Sunday. Oh, we're going to hell for that one, Joe. Uh, we have the 5-8 and eight resurgent Chicago Bears on the road against the 8-5 and five Browns who have been turned around with Joe Flacco as a quarterback. Oh, Joe, Bears, Browns. The Browns are a three-point favorite. Yeah, I, uh, the Browns are going Cleveland. Oh, okay, Chicago, yeah, no, no. Chicago, like, all of a sudden, it was like Chicago was, like, um, watching porn the whole time. They finally climaxed last Sunday. No. And so, so I think it's over. I think they're going to be rest. They're going to roll over and rest for a little while. I'm taking... Uh, I'm taking the uh, Browns at home. Not a bad pick, but I have another theory, my friend. I think the Chicago Bears got word that Chris Payne is no longer a fond fan of them, and they've started to, to act accordingly. And with that being said, I'm taking the Chicago Bears. Look at that. Because the last time I saw him, he had an Otani jersey and a a Cleveland uh, Guardians baseball hat on. (laughs) Uh, Next game up, we have the 6-7 Buccaneers against the 6-7 Packers. The Packers are a a three-and-a-half point favorite in a game I don't care about. Yeah, I know. The Battle of the Bay. Oh, and by the way, that NCAA Women's Volleyball Finals Board is in Tampa. Okay, thank you very much. We have the Battle of the Bay. You know, I have a good friend, Todd Packer, is a friend of mine. Um, Hashtag the office. 
<laughs> he, he's a jokester. He's real, you know, real <laughs> good in the office. Gets along with everybody. You know, real subtle guy. Um, the uh, I'm like, oh, you know, I could, what's those guys, the Packer guys. Did they win last week? I don't know. Well, I'm going. You know what? I'm. I'm, I'm I got to remember, I don't need to worry about the spread, right? So I'm just going to take Green Bay. Okay, you're going to take the Packers at home. Uh, mm-hmm. I am also going to take the Packers at home because I hate Baker Mayfield. Uh, cannot stand Tampa. Boy, this game right here, this is where I'm rooting for Hamas. The 7-6 and six Texans on the road against the 5-8 and eight Titans. So the Houston, the former Houston team, is playing their their newer team. Right, and the uh, the Titans, the former Houston team, is a two and a half point favorite. Yeah. So uh, the Titans at home again. You know what? I, I, the kids pull it out for me. They, I mean, I couldn't believe they won that game. There was a stat that that uh, down by uh, with three minutes to go in the game, down by two touchdowns, down by fourteen. Seven hundred like fifty six games in a row. That wasn't a comeback. <laughs> Something like that. And they won that. So I'm just going to go with them, buddy, because I know you're not. So I'm going to take the Titans. Let's get it home. All right. Titans who surprised the world by beating the Dolphins on Monday night. I'm taking Contractually, I cannot take ever take a team from Tennessee, so I can't take the Titans. Uh, the 5-8 and eight, J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 coming off a big victory with Zach Wilson leading the, the way. Taking on the nine and four Dolphins, who had a little hiccup last week. Uh, the Dolphins are an eight and a half point favorite at home. The Monday night double dime dog play. Right? Wait. Both, both underdogs came in on, my, on uh, Monday night. That was crazy. You mean? Who so, let the dogs out? Okay. Who let the dogs out? That was Monday. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have not, you've not made away, that man. pick I yet. Mean, I got started calling a girl from the phone book. Um, <laughs> let's see, I'm going to go with C. Boy, is that... You know what, I, well, I got to take the Dolphins. Remember, I'm contractually uh, yeah. obliged to, yeah. Well, you know, I, 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 I'm the one in charge of your contract, so I, I, I would let it, I, I would let it fly, you know, because it's you, Joe, and, and, and I trust you. Uh, by the way, I have to do something here real quick. Uh, hold on just a second here. Ralphie, one of the ass family members, has that as a ringtone, and I like to play that every once in a while so she'll answer her phone. Uh, so <laughs> next game up, we are going all the way to Foxborough, home of the 3-10 and 10 Patriots who beat your Steelers last week. And they are taking on the eight and five Chiefs. The Chiefs are a seven and a half point favorite. Um, did you have a problem with that offsides call on Monday night or Sunday night? Um, yeah, because like I said, the guys on the line of scrimmage, you're supposed to know where to be. If the guys, if the guys wide out or over the line, the rest supposed to let them know that they're backing up a minute or two. You know, they let them know that they're they're over. You know, that's always been a thing. Where, now, you know, now let me ask you this: Why don't they do the same thing for defensive players who line up offsides? You know, I was going to ask you about this. Wasn't it? I always remember back in the day, if the D guy went over the line, as long as he got back, oh he yeah, was fine. Yeah, but I'm, no, I'm not I'm not talking about like when a guy jumps off sides. Yeah, I, I agree with you it, because it used to be if they got back, it was no penalty. Now they're calling penalties on. No, I'm talking about when, 
every once in a while, we'll get a defensive guy who lines up, his whole hand is past the ball. How come the referee doesn't warn him, hey, back up a little bit? Uh, if he's, I mean, if, if he's on the line of scrimmage, I think out wide out, though. But if he's just like the defensive end, then I think that he's got it. Those guys are like linemen or the edge. They, I mean, they should know, you know, that they're, they're offsides, you know. Um, you know, I don't know. But if you're way out, I mean, if you're way out there, you're split out wide. He wasn't split out you that wide. The look over at the ref, and it's just like he lets you know you're okay. In other words, I may not be exactly right on. We're not going to put a string up to see if I, but I'm looking at the ref. I'm good. You know, I'm all right, Jim. You know, but he was kind of so, in a slot. He wasn't really wide, wide out. He was kind of in the slot. Yeah. Yeah, but I just say you'll see him look over at the guy around me. All right, you know, then you know I'm not, you know. But if you if you if you like the bug guards of Buckingham Palace, you look over the ref and he just says there doesn't do anything and then throws a flag because you were over offside, you know. Um, but uh, it, it's kind of weird. It's a weird one. But I think that, you know we have the theory: let him play. You know, let him play. I don't think that him being offside affected that outcome of that play. Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe one of the guys on on. I mean, you, you'll never know because maybe he didn't react because he knew the guy was offside, so he didn't play the play, and maybe he wasn't back there covering when Kelsey and, – and by the way, it was a phenomenal play. The the Kelsey pass back to the guy was an amazing lateral. I'm not taking away from the play, but when there's a penalty, uh, you got to call the penalty, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think – you know, I think some of, the, some of these catches – ones are a little ticking me off a little bit. I think some of these catches are catching some of them that they take back. But, but yeah, you got to call the penalty. That's just part of the game. Yeah. You know, if you're offsides, you're offsides. That's just that's just the way it is. And, you know, uh, and, and Brittany uh, like Mahomes. Said, you know, like I said, I'm a believer. If you're way out there, uh, you know, you kind of get as best you can. But, you know, if you need to be on – because I believe seven men need to be on the line of scrimmage. Something crazy like that. But let yeah, me just say, yeah, Brittany, so. Brittany Mahomes needs to shut her cunt mouth. I, I, I'm t- I'm tired of hearing her. Just you know what, you, you, just 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 sink your fucking teeth into Taylor Swift. Even though she's not gonna have you, she's gonna kick you to the curb. Just I'm tired. I'm tired of the whole Mahomes clan. I'm just tired of them all. But anyway, in this game, the Chiefs and the Patriots. What do you got? Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen. Whip it up. Kick it in. Kick it in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second here. I got to get to the right screen. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Oh, my God. This is fantastic. Now, mind you, my when I technically I'm still taking the patient, but mind you, when I've officially when I knew that the who got the dogs out, home dog kind play, that means bet the point. Take the nine and a half, take the ten points. I mean when you bet it, don't be a moron. Mm-hmm. But but I'm also taking that patient to shake things up. I think those checks probably his last year. I think he's gonna get out when it's over and and uh, uh you know, just be, you know, walk away now and somebody was saying they were trying to report that he'd been let go by whatever and the one thing I said unless I hear it from Belichick or Robert Kraft I won't believe it because mm-hmm. it's not like Robert Kraft is going to kick Bill Belichick to the curb no. you know yeah you know he could barely drive down the street in his car to full of Super Bowl rings well and Robert Kraft's car is full of cheese so I mean both of them have a hard time driving a lot of singles in there too. Lots and lots of them. So, uh, so are you giving your pick because you're taking the Patriots and the points? 
I'm taking the Patriots on our thing, okay? I'm going to take it and win outright, okay? Whoa! But Whoa! I mean, but when I give out the Dom Dog play, like the Dom, Dom Duped Up, the Dime Dog play, mm-hmm. if you didn't say go bet it, um, always you'll know, take the points is what I do. Mean. Take the 10 okay. points. I mean, don't, if you went to go Murphy's Dime Dog play, you like the Patriots, don't go bet a money line, I mean, unless you want to, but, you know, take the 10 points, you know, all the, if I, you know from the uh, underdog. That's the point. But but in our picking game, you are taking the Patriots to win this I'm, game. I'm also taking them on that. I'm also wow. taking them on our team, yeah. That's insanity. Um, next game up, we have the 5-8 and eight, uh, uh, New York football Giants taking on the 6-7 and seven New Orleans Saints. Uh, Saints are a six-point favorite. I got to say, I'm disappointed in the Saints this year. I thought they were going to have a better team. Yeah. And didn't, didn't the Giants, they missed that field goal at the end of the game, didn't they? What, the other night? No, the Giants, uh, yes, yes, I believe they did. Uh, wait, hold on, let me, let me see. No, no, well, the Giants won. won. They hit it. No, yeah, the Giants won. won. Yeah. yeah, 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 Giants won that. That, that was huge. Tony DeVito or whatever his name, Danny's cousin. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, Danny's brother, uh, uh, Tommy DeVito, yeah. wins at home. Wins at home. His, and... mom, his mom makes a great condolence. You, know, you got to come over sometime. Yeah, well, that, he still lives with his mom. So uh, in this game of the Giants and Saints, what do you like, Joe? Well, I don't know. When I was over there last time, so Billy Bob Thornton came over with a little fat kid. I don't know what was going on with that thing. But, uh. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the Giants again, buddy. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Saints at home. Who dat? Who dat? Say the Saints can't win. Who dat? Uh, all right. The six and seven Falcons are on the road taking on the Panthers. The one and twelve Panthers. Atlanta's a three point favorite on the road. Just for the firm, my, my next hobby. My next thing I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna try falconing. Okay. <laughs> man, the deer oh, man. population, the fawn population, my neighbor is out of control. So oh. I'm gonna try and get rid of some of them. So you're gonna you're gonna become a falconer. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you know. Of course, you know, I'll play that Madonna song. Yeah. I know where beauty. Well, I won't sing it though. Yeah, thank you God. Know, falcon, it's quite expensive. You have to buy you have to get a bird, a giant bird. <laughs> oh usually a falcon. Oh, yeah, no, that's probably your model. That's the best model you can get is a falcon. Oh, to be a falcon here, yes. Yeah, you can't buy like a... Don't come back with a buzzard. Yeah, yeah, you can't buy a peacock. Yeah, you not buy a peacock, man. Those fucking lazy sons of bitches. And they just show off all the time. So, in in this game... George Sanders with his watch, you know, man. So, do you like the bird, the falcons in this game (laughs) because you're becoming a falconeer? (laughs) <laughs> Ow, why is it my armage? Um, I'm taking, you know what, I'm taking the Panthers, baby. Okay, all right. Panthers on the, uh, at, at, at terrible pick. Um, uh, the four and nine commanders are taking on the six and seven Rams in the I give a shit game of the week. The Rams are a six and a half point favorite. Commandos have just, I mean, they took off their underwear a long time ago when they became commandos, and now they've just thrown in the towel. It's all over. I think the Rams win that. I, I agree with you on that. The commandos are just trash. Now, I know that you have a sound effect, but I have one, too. The San Francisco 49ers, the 10-3 and three Niners, 
are on the road against the 3-10 and 10 Cardinals. They're a 12-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is only 47-and-a-half. I am saying, I am saying, take the Niners and the points and bet the over because I think the Niners cover the over by themselves. Yeah, um, there's a lot. I'm taking the Cardinals. Whoa, you're taking the, that's the worst pick in the history of our picking system, Joe. You're with me, listen to me, son. I didn't make that living, I didn't make it big in this business. You know, just just towing the line, sitting on the fence. I made it big in this business by having the nuts, like Chuck Norris type nuts. Yeah. Oh, hey, I, I'm not I'm not going to take that away from you, but that's a terrible pick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was an operation. I had my prosthetic testicles. <laughs> All right, now a game that means a lot to me: the ten and three Cowboys coming off a huge win against Philadelphia on Sunday night are on the road. Now, this is going to start a tough streak for the Cowboys where we got to take on the Bills, the Lions, um, uh, uh, the Commandos, and we got, uh, oh, the Dolphins. The Commandos are our last game, but we got these tough games here. Cowboys are 10-3. and three. They're on the road against the 7-6 and six Bills. Buffalo is a two-point favorite. Jeff Hotzeller and Frank Reich signed with the Bills. They win that game. Wow, so they're going to be getting rid of Jared Allen. That That's too bad. Uh, Josh Allen, no, no. what's he done? He's got any Frank Reich looking for work. He might be all right. Uh, so you are taking the bills in this game? Yep. Uh, all I have to say is... My 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 apology slash forgiveness tour of Dak could start this week if he plays well. It could. I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying it could. See, that's, that's like, I mean, you know, Cowboys are a point and a half, uh, uh, you know, dog on the road, the Bills, and you know, that's just basically, this is one of those games, uh, is that going to be, the, that's not the 5 o'clock, is it? No, 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 gonna... no, it's, it, it's a later after, it's the, the second yeah, game of the yeah. day. Um, yeah, that's going to be a great game, that's one of those games you like to watch, because yeah. even if you're not fans, because I believe it's a good game. Uh, all right, <laughs> then we have the Sunday night game, and I, I tell you what, the Sunday night game's not half bad. Um... Yeah, I, I don't like the Ravens, though, and I don't like the Jaguars, but they're both having decent seasons. The Ravens are 10-3. and three. That's a good season. Jags are 8-5, and five, which is exceptional for Jacksonville. Baltimore is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Yeah, I love I love the Jags at home, especially if you're betting it. Take this field goal, plus three points. Jags at home, I'm taking them in our, our daily boppers here, too. I'm going to take the Jags as well. I I, 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 I I think they win this game. And our final game on Monday night. This game is for the birds. <laughs> the 10-3 and three Eagles, in second place in the NFC East, uh, are taking on the 6-7 and seven Seahawks. The Eagles are a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Eagles at three-and-a-half. I hate that three-and-a-half. Um, Eagles on the road, uh, you know, that, that bad, that's a, Jalen, he's a fighter, dude. He's, I mean, he's, he's pissed. I think they, he got some rough outings, I think, uh, the last time out, didn't he? I think he did have, after they, I mean, the Niners pounded on him, huh? Well, the Cowboys beat the shit out of him. The Cowboys didn't allow a touchdown last week unless they, well, Dak Prescott fumbled, and that's how they got their touchdown. But, yeah, he's been getting beaten up for a few weeks now. They're going to bounce back. 
I'm going with them. You're going with the Eagles. Well, this is going to be my pick of the week here. Um, not easy money, but uh, let me make the sound effect for you. That, that's a Seahawk. Did you know that? Yeah, Did you know that? That's exactly what I thought it was. See, they're in the sea. They're flying in the sea. There you go. I'm taking the Seahawks, helping the Cowboys playoff positioning. Bam, that shit just happened. Wow, that is cray-cray. Mm-hmm. Very, very cray-cray, in, including my wonderful uh, rendition of a Seahawk. Joe, I got... I mean, yeah, you got to do birds for a living. <laughs> Boy, in so many ways I should. Um, one last story I have for you before you send us out. Um, have you... Let, let me ask you this. Are, are you ashamed to be a, an American man anymore? Because we're going to allow flag football in the Olympics. And the hottest sport taking over the country right now is pickleball. Uh, can, can, can somebody ha- explain to me when did sports start become trying to become not what they are? You know, it's just, I mean, it's great. I mean, I'll tell you right now, uh, if, you know, if, to go out and learn to play tennis, to actually sit there and volley back and forth, mm-hmm. it, it's tough. Give it a shot. It's extremely tough. To go out to the golf range, rip one right down the middle like me, Charlie, and Tiger do. Right. It's tough. Daily. It's tough, you know, to rip it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are so good. Even those guys play ping pong. You see those guys are like 10 feet away from the table. Oh, sure. It's just amazing when you're the best of the best. Uh, so it just seems that we have, let's create some new thing because let's talk at that or I can't do that. So let's just make it, uh, you know, uh, pickleball. I, it's like, I mean, I guess it's great for the seniors. It's like a whole social thing and the older folks get out. You know, me, I'm a young pop. I'm not a, you know, yeah. senior guy. Oh, and, I know. Uh, they, they get out and they, they get, so, it, I mean, it's good to be active. I like it better than, you know, a lot of sports. You know, I, my grandma, I'd rather play, have her play pickleball than lawn darts. That's okay. for sure. Very good. Very good. So this is an old person thing. Cause I see people like celebrities playing it, like Jamie Foxx and, and, and all these people playing it. It look, if an old person can be good at it, it's not a sport. That's what it is. That's why, because then that's what I mean. You know, you get uh, you could get in there, and it's a sport where it's, the one guy's a superior athlete, so they just kind of coast it. And the other, you know, the guy wasn't that good. He's just busting his left nut to keep up, and then he's keeping up with the with the guy who was a superstar athlete. So it gives him a little confidence. He thinks I can play this game too, bro. I got this, you know. But he doesn't know the other guy's, you know, reading a book while he's playing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just everybody gets involved. You know, it's not too hard. You know, you can't, everybody can't go out and play, you know, like I said, play tennis, you know, or, you know, uh, you can play pool. Anybody can play pool, you know, even if they suck. But if you, like, suck at golf, you know, you can go out with somebody that sucks at golf, mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Now, wait, Steph says, wait, that's a horrible argument. Think of the average age of golfers. The older you get, the worse you get. The the average the best golfers are in their thirties and forties. They aren't senior citizens. Old men play all the time because they hate their wives. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, yeah, they play all the time. Let me start talking about Justin or Justin Thomas. Yeah, um, 
Tiger Woods. I'm talking about the young boys. There's a lot of young boys in there. Back in the Greg Norman days and Gary Player and those guys, they were all old with the funky little pants. Everybody had John Daly type pants. Oh, yeah. Now it's these whippersnappers getting ripping off the tee and they're 24, 25 Rory's and the Shockley's and the Roms and stuff. These guys are like athletes now. They're not, they're not, you know, the cigar in the mouth, the, you know, like Tiger's dad banging chicks yeah. in the Winnebago. <laughs> yeah. So pickleball. Yeah. And pickleball gay. I, I'm, I'm just calling it right now. You play pickleball. You're either old or gay. The end. It's like halfway tables tennis, pickleball, then table tennis. It's like you miniaturize. Yeah. The net keeps getting smaller. And, and I'm working on my next stand-up show, Joe, so I'm not going to go into whole, my whole diatribe about flag football, but we we, we got to put an end to that. I, I, that's an Olympic sport now. That I am ashamed to be an American. Yeah. yeah. Good I'm, God. I know. That's just ridiculous. I mean, it's, I mean, when we when we got the synchronized swimming and the chicks dancing around with the ribbons, come on! Yeah, the 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 whole ribbon thing is too weird to begin with. Uh, Joe, <laughs> do you have anything for me? Uh, let's see, really quick here. Um, you know, LeBron, Bronny. First game for with USC, Bronny played. Of course, LeBron uh, marched out during the national anthem and quietly had a seat. Yeah, yeah, he, look, look, you take your hat off. I, I don't care who you are. And he sat down. He yeah. walks in during the national anthem, sits the hat on, sits down during the national anthem. Yeah, like America hasn't done anything for you, you rotten son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you grew up in the slums of Cleveland, and now you're a multi-multi-millionaire. I'm sure you could have accomplished that in Afghanistan. Yeah, I was watching that Prime uh, uh, show, Prime on, on uh, Prime Video, right. and uh, the show is promoted. It's produced by Prime uh, Productions. You know, it's his own show. Mm-hmm. But uh, at one point, I heard the guy say, "I went ballistic." Uh, he's got a, uh, one of his kids. But he's Shiloh's had a rough time getting up. No, Shiloh's never had a freaking rough time ever oh, yes. in his life. No. You know, that's so stop. You know, but so anyways, uh, that kind of pissed me off. And then I saw the news. Right or wrong, this father beat to death the guy that raped his five-month-old daughter. Beat to death, and they're not going to charge him. They're not going to charge the guy that beat him to death. He beat him to death. And, and they're not charging him. That's what my little girl, man. You're done. You're out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would let him walk, too. I didn't see anything. That guy <laughs> fell. They did it at the court. They said, you know what? I mean, not only did he kill, but what he did to the guy, I mean, you know, they probably thought, I don't know if we can convince him. Well, how, how can we convince this guy? Who's going to, you know, I mean, I think any dad in the right mind would go ballistic. Oh, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Joe, you have a great weekend, my friend. And remember, if you can't say something nice, you know, to somebody, don't say anything at all. Just, you know, I mean, flip them off when they're not looking. <laughs> all right, Joe. Have a great week, Bye-bye. my friend. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Love you too, bud. Uh, the one and only Joe Murphy in the house. Um, all right. Let me, let me just say this right now. This, this little music block here. Um, I, I'm not a big holiday guy, and, and Christmas movies and the claymation stuff freaks me out. There is one Christmas movie, though, that I do like. I like it a lot, and I have not yet watched it, and I believe this is the 25th anniversary of it, 
And it is the movie called Love Actually.
And I guess that they're showing uh, the Love Actually movie at movie theaters, or at least AMC's. By the way, got a bone to pick real quick. I already gave you the movie review. Uh, and I believe it's at AMC theaters, so if you got AMC theaters, you can go maybe see Love, Love Actually. Great Christmas movie this weekend. Um... Um, I might have gone to my last ever AMC movie last night uh, because there's something that I forgot and then something I never realized. First of all, AMC theaters, they want me to stab people. That's right. They do not carry Dr. Pepper. Holy mother Jesus. In Dallas. AMC Theater did not have Dr. Pepper. Holy mother Jesus. I, I, I said the same thing. So then, I decided, oh, okay, you know what? They've got Coca-Cola product. Maybe, maybe I'll get myself a nice vanilla Coke. Because I like vanilla Coke. That's what I was in the mood for. So I go and I hit the, and they have one of those big old machines. It's got like 80 billion different sodas on there, except Dr. Pepper, of course. Um, And when I hit the vanilla Coke icon. Fuck you too. Yeah, they don't have that. Oh, that Nicole Kidman intro. That's just garbage. How much plastic surgery has that woman had? But the the worst part about it was, so I got a Coke. I'm not a big fan of Coca-Cola. I like it better than Pepsi, but that's just me. I go into my theater. I sit down. I have a straw, and I open it, and... Holy shit! They're paper straws. Fuck you, too! That's right. They're still on this whole paper straw thing. And yes, it was in a plastic container. Fucking straws wilting away. I ended up throwing it behind me. Probably hit somebody. Started drinking right out of the cup. And those cups aren't fucking made out of Teflon. It's folding, spilling. Are these people devil worshippers? They're they're stupid, I'll tell you that much. They're stupid poo-poo faces. Pepsi doesn't hate white people. (laughs) All right. Um, Getting on with the show. I found this story, and I find it funny. Paper straws suck. Signed, Coke users. Time to fucking riot. Fuck your paper straws. Faces, faces. Um... Millennials and Gen Zers are speaking out where they speak out the most on social media, talking about how hard it is for them to get a job. This one girl who's a fitness influencer, which means she exercises on TikTok hoping to make money, posted, 
I make more money serving. I have my literal business marketing degree that's put me in acute $80,000 debt. And I make more serving sushi rolls. I've been applying to the marketing jobs for weeks now, and the pay cut is insane. But the jobs that are cute are $150,000 to $200,000 a year. Well, you're not going to get it. I am tired of this. Millennials, Gen Zers, if you've got any of them around you, just grab them by the scruff of their neck, and they, they'll cower down to you, of course. And you sit them down, and you have them listen to me here, right here. This all started about 15 years ago. Fitness influencers are just terrible. Yes, they are, Roy. I only listen to Roy when it comes to fitness. I actually reached out to Roy because, like I said, I was doing exercises. I felt terrible. Um, I, I had to ask him some calf training questions, and, and I, that was a tough one to ask him. Um, they also have buttholes. Here's the thing. It started about 15 years ago, and it started in the, the law industry. Um, these kids were graduating from college with degrees in law. They were lawyers. They passed the, Some of them had passed the bar. And they were offered jobs. Now, you see, we didn't grow up entitled. We grew up to where you had to work to earn your way to the top. Unless, of course, you shared the same last name with daddy who owned the company. Then you got to go up there. But we understood that that played a part in it, too. And we didn't bitch and moan about it. We didn't cry. We just dealt with it. But these kids that were graduating from, and this is, you got to look this up, and it, it is a true story that, that they were having a hard time finding new lawyers because these kids that had graduated from law, uh, law school weren't taking jobs because they weren't being offered a partnership. We're talking about C-level student lawyers, B-student-level lawyers that just graduated from college have never been in a courtroom a day in their life and they think that they are worthy to be a partner this girl here who has a a literal business marketing degree i'm gonna say that's great fantastic that you have that degree do you know how many people also have that degree you are in one of the most cutthroat industries in the world Marketing and advertising. And I'm here to tell you, you do not start by getting a $200,000 a year job. You work your way up. It has been that way, and it will always be that way in these kind of industries. The only time I can think it wasn't is if you graduate, let's say, I don't know, from a prestigious school and get a degree in marketing. Let's say that school's name is Harvard. And you're 28 years old and you live in a penthouse in Manhattan because you're making about $2.5 million a year because you are running ad campaigns for huge companies, including Budweiser. Y'all see where I'm going with this yet? And that young person decides to use their ideals on the world 
and do all this kind of stuff. And somebody at Miller followed them also, but that person was quickly fired when they tried to apologize for using scantily clad girls in commercials all those years because that's what beer drinkers wanted to see were gals in bikinis. But the girl who graduated from Harvard with a marketing degree decided to put her ideals in there instead of thinking about the client. And what happened? Well, Budweiser lost $30 billion. $30 billion. Cranny fluid. They should apply to Bud Light. I hear their need to someone of marketing. Um, this is where this entitlement that that I I, I don't know. Like I, I didn't raise kids, thank God, because I was the most important thing in the world, and I knew that, and I could not share that with a child. Um, I would have never instilled in entitlement to them. Uh, there's a big story going on right now about Guy Fieri. I can't stand Guy Fieri. I don't I, I wish he and Bobby Flay would 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 duke it out in a wood chipper match. Cause I don't like either one, but I watch them because they give me great ideas. And I and I actually learn. But I still don't like him. But I'm starting to warm up to him now because he came out and said that I'm not leaving any money to my children. It's their job. It's their responsibility to make a living on their own. And I think if he follows through with that, I don't have a problem with that. A lot of people are calling him out. Oh, how dare he? He's He was just offered a new $100 million contract with the Food Network. And I believe he signed it because otherwise he's stupid. And people are calling him out. Oh, how dare. It's his money. It's not their money. They're not the ones filming 85 shows. And I know one of his kids works on a show, and I imagine his son is making money from being on those shows. But um, real quick, like, uh, I didn't see Junior in there uh, pitching to companies. I'm going to drive around the country in a red, ugly Camaro, and I'm going to go to diners, drive-ins, and dives, and I'm going to do a TV show, and it's going to be immensely popular. Son didn't do that. None of his kids did that. He did that. That's his money. If he chooses to leave it to his children, that's his choice. If he chooses not to, that's his choice. Get off his ass. And as far as these millennials and you Gen Zers out there that have been put in front of the, the computer screen by the scruff of your neck. By the way, that's the back of your neck, dummies. You still have to earn it. Nobody's going to hire. You have zero experience. And to wrap this up in a nice, tight bow, this will be happening not only to college-level, college-graduate-level wannabe employees. This is going to trickle all the way down to the fast food industry. Mark my words. Fast food, especially in California. We've talked about it at length on this show. They're going to force California restaurants, fast food restaurants, to pay employees $20 an hour. 
Are you willing to pay $20 an hour to a 16-year-old who's never had a job if you're that franchisee? No, I'm, I'm not. I want somebody with some experience in there. So now where are 16-year-olds going to get that? I rest my case. Uh, guy's an asshole. He wanted to fill more tailgate in the Coliseum for Raiders game, but wanted to pack up and move parking lots. We said no. He acted like we were dumb for not getting famous because of him. Fuck off, entitled asshole. <laughs> okay. I uh, met him in Sacramento. He's an awesome dude. Gave us all you-can-eat sushi at Texwix Wasabi on Arden. Wasn't my favorite place. Uh, still technically a millennial right here. This is not all millennials, Christopher. See, this is this is what I love about the millennials that do listen to this show. Y'all work. Y'all busted your asses. I ain't talking to you. You see, Christopher, you're too busy to post TikTok videos about how it's not fair that I make more at my serving job than my marketing job. You're too busy working. People spend money and act differently when they didn't earn it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly. So to all these millennials who are making videos like, why I can't find a job in 2023? Well, I'm looking at your picture. Maybe get a haircut. Clean up the eyebrows. Make yourself presentable. Show up. Don't show up like you're going to church now. The other day I told y'all I, I went over to Tommy's parents' house. Hadn't seen them since I moved back. And I love Tommy's parents. We were talking about the whole church thing, and I was making a, a reference to about a, a church I saw recently where people were in, like, fishnets and all kinds of shit, and, and they're like, well, that's church now. I'm like, what the hell has happened? You don't think appearances matter? Fuck you. Look at people who win the lottery. Most of them go broke again. Hell yeah, but they end up with cool shit. The whole thing should have gone uh, multiple people. That's uh, any new campaign in general. The fact they didn't sue her stupid ass surprises me. Oh, I imagine that lawsuit's in, it, it, it's in the works. Half the battle is just showing up, yeah. And you can't get these. Look, look I tell this story. I've told this story a bunch of times. Um Back when uh, when Satana had infested my life, we let her little friend live with us for a while. I, I had a, a, a townhouse in Lincoln, and there was a Chili's that was built right across the street, literally right across the street. But you had to walk all the way around the house and in the neighborhood, so it was about a 10-minute walk or a two-second drive, pretty much. And she would always walk it. This girl got a job at Chili's. And Chili's needed to lay off people because this was the worst Chili's ever known to mankind because they actually closed, which I've never seen a Chili's close. But she was in the first wave of layoffs. And she was so mad. I, I, I can't believe I'm getting laid off. And I was like, well, um, and, and I didn't get to say anything. Because for a 4.30 shift, she would leave our house at 4.27, making her late every single day. Well, of course you're going to be in the first line of people getting fired. You, you can't even show up to work on time. You want a job? Fuck you. What the fuck church are you guys going to? Catholic Mass still basically looks the same today. Bubba, stop licking yourself. Fuck, I can hear and see it. 
uh, as it did in the 80s. Only thing that's changed is the hairstyles. Okay, well, I'm, I'm talking about these wacky non-denominational churches, the rock band churches. Problem is parents today wanted to be their kids' friends and not their parents. Oh, God almighty. Hey, King Steve, congratulations on acquiring your first. Correct the mundo. We're not raising them uh, the way they should. Who gets hit by a train and lives, right? A devil. That's who. A devil. I never even thought about that Sanchez family. Not many train survivalists. Uh-huh. Telling you. I was right. God damn it. Okay. Uh, Kanye West is in the news. He is being slammed for wearing a black Ku Klux Klan-style hood on stage near his daughter, North, being blasted for anti-Semitic lyrics. Now, now, are they blasting him for the real reason? Because has he reached the right level of Klan member to wear the black hood? I mean, that, that's up there with the poobahs. And now Kanye's just rocking the black hood on stage. You can't do that. That would be like if you enjoy riding motorcycles and you want to put on a Hell's Angels fucking jacket and you're not in Hell's Angels, bad things are going to happen to you. Yes, I'm seeing this for the complete wrong thing that it is. That's the comedy aspect of this. Somebody sitting back, well, well, does he not realize that he shouldn't be wearing a Klan hat? He's a black man? Yeah, see, that's the whole funny part of it there. Can 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 we just say bye to Kanye? Can we just say adios? Can we stop putting him in any kind of news stories? I, I don't care that his wife likes to go out showing nipples off. I don't, I don't think she's that attractive. She's kind of got a droopy ass. Uh, and Kanye is just, he's nuttier than squirrel shit, man, especially after the holidays. Pfft. Kanye's the new black face of white supremacy. I'm surprised they aren't saying that. Look, I'm not surprised at anything that this guy does. He opened his... Real quick, we've never really, really, really discussed this, but and we're not really, really, really going to discuss it, but you know how he opened that school? And it was a private school, and it cost like $15,000 a semester. Okay, and there's two semesters, so it's $30,000 a year to go to school. Here's my question. What kind of... Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! ...would send their kid to a school that wasn't accredited with the state? Like, like it was, it was not a certified school. It was not, and you're going to pay $30,000 a year for your kid to go to that school. You big dummy. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, we find out, oh, kids are being malnourished there. Oh, it's terrible there. They're not getting lesson plans and they're going to close the doors. Super dummies. Because people still want to sign up for it. So what, you can say your kid goes to Kanye school? How dumb are you? We're going to put our kid in, in Kanye school. Okay, so that means he reads at, what, a kindergarten level at 12? 
fuck our world is stupid. Man, oh man. You know, I think I think that, and maybe I kind of hope this. Well, not really hope it because that's wrong. Okay, that's wrong to hope this is wrong. I already know this is wrong. But why can't why can't Kanye get all his followers and all his listeners? Let's say they go off to an island somewhere. I don't know. Just a, a crazy, wacky island somewhere. There is no just Ken. There's Ken Dog. So you're saying they weren't getting a proper education. Dummy. Yeah. Uh, Kanye can take these people to an island and serve them a magical punch. I, I would be all in favor of that. I, I, I would be in favor of Kanye becoming the new Jim Jones. No problem at all. They signed Antonio Brown as a spokesman, too. Jesus. Same people who spend $1,000 on moon boots. All right. Um, our next story is, is a little uh, twisted. Um, just a bit um, to let you know. Wait, no, I can't do this story yet. This is, oh God, that's got to be the last story of the day. All right, this is this is a stupid story here. Washington State, fucking morons. A new bill there will jail people for violating a ban on gas leaf blowers. So if you're in the state of Washington, according to the state's new Clean Air Act to ban gas-powered and diesel-powered landscaping and outdoor power equipment, you can go to jail. Now, if you want to inject yourself with heroin or smoke some crystal meth, maybe do, maybe, maybe what you like to do is you like to go down to the to the elementary school and 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 Put your residence there and start doing cocaine right there in front of the kids, and you won't get arrested. But if you lo- if you use a gas-powered leaf blower, we're calling the fuzz on you, motherfuckers. Oh, it, it, it's going to be bad. I I can't make this stuff up, people. I I, I can't. So what you're telling me is that I can be at a bus stop in downtown Seattle and I can acquire some heroin and, well, I've got a spoon and I've got a lighter. Looky there, i got something to tie my arm off with and I'm going to go ahead and cook this product. Hopefully kids are walking by me this entire time. As I, I use my little sponge and I soak it all up, get it in there, chest it out, boom. Jam the old heroin needle in my arm and now I'm high as a kite and maybe pooping myself in public. And that's A-OK. But if I want my yard to look good, or if I want to get leaves out of my driveway and I use a gas-powered leaf blower, It's going to be fucking six units to my house with guns drawn. 
buy prostitutes, pay a fine, start a lawnmower, prison time. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't think we'd ever get this stupid. I but but this is why I don't ask the question what's next, because I, I can't take it. Now, I originally was going to do this story last, but the sick and twisted one, I actually, I, I don't read it. I just read the headlines, and I read the first line, and I was like, well, I got to save this one for last. Um, but this story we have to take a trip for, so. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, boy, do we ever. Christopher says, as the resident Hispanic on the show, I know a little something about landscaping. You literally cannot landscape commercial real estate with electric equipment. Well, we're going we're gonna to see that challenged pretty soon. Gash engines are racist, yes. Um, I know a lot of people like to make fun of me for the funny things I say and the the weird made-up things I say. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you didn't believe that fluoritis is a real thing, uh, you, you know what? You can smoke my butthole. Because let me tell you, fluoritis is real, and it's catchy. And the only way to get it is to go to Florida which Anthony Lessa did. He's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for Christ's sake. He was arrested by the Pinellas County Sheriff's Office on disorderly intoxication disturbance, police record shows, when he was allegedly sexually molesting a manatee statue during a drunken scene at St. Pete Beach Establishment. The guy was fucking a statue. Why? Because he probably drank the water. I'm just telling you, and that's where it is. Um, he was first accused of throwing gator nuggets into Rick's Reef Restaurant which confronted by staff, he became belligerent and sexually molested the eatery's massive marine animal statue in full view of diners and workers. Um, now, I need to know. This is an incomplete story. Um, did he actually whip it out? Well, you know what we got to do. We, we, we have to. Uh, Rick's Reef Restaurant. Rick's? Reef Restaurant. There we go. Um, let's see. Um, oh, it looks like they're open, too. Um, all right, hold on a second here. Star 6-7. Six, 7-2-7. Seven. Um, seven, seven, oh, seven, there we go. Let's give them a ring. Calling Florida. Poop in front of you, shooting up steel up to $900 worth. <laughs> Come on, Rick's Reef. Oh, that did. 
somebody listening in on my conversations? One, zero, two is unavailable. All right, you know what? Let's try it without the star six, seven. They can call me back if they want to. Uh, let's see, eight, two, six, oh, seven, five, two. Because I need to know. I'd, li- I'd really like to know. Law and order, statutory rape. Is nobody working at this place? Thank you for calling Nurk Street. How can I help you? Uh, yes. Hi, my name is Arnie States, and I'm calling on behalf of News 71 here in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, I saw there was a story where someone uh, assaulted your manatee out front. No, the story got twisted. That's not what happened. Oh, okay, so there was no actual sexual intercourse between a man and a statue. No, absolutely not. That that rumor needs to be squashed for this poor kid. Okay. He was just drunk and was just fighting the manatee. He didn't expose himself at all. He was fighting the statue, so he's anti-statue. Yeah, he just had too much to drink, but he did not expose himself. Is there any truth to that there's a disease that's caused by the water in Florida called fluoritis? I have no idea. You could probably ask Google. Okay, I appreciate that. You have a wonderful day, young lady, and I love you. <laughs> no, the, the story's all twisted. There's no sexual intercourse. Well, you know what? We're not going to believe her. That's right. We're going to say, yes, there was sexual intercourse. She's cheery. Yeah, that gal's in a mood. I'm from News 71. What the hell is News 71? Oh, gosh. I'd like to see you find that on any radio station in America. That's right. You will not get a crank call like that. You only get that here at ArnieRadio.com, including the last story that we have today that makes me kind of just kind of ooey. This is a story about a New Jersey man, Jeffrey Sargent. And um, his mother, Alexandria Sargent, she's 74, he's 46. According to authorities, they arrived at the man's apartment and they discovered a man lying naked and covered in blood on top of his mother's headless body. Security footage showed him throwing his mother's head into the hallway. You think he told her to get out? Now, now, here comes the weird part. Well, why did that? Why? Well, I, I don't want that to come up. No. Uh-uh, hold on a second here. Uh, here, here comes the weird part, is that um, he reportedly began screaming that he killed her, saying he was sorry before he broke into a chorus of, Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me because the Bible tells me so. 
Security footage from the building captured the suspect's disturbing behavior before police showed up. They showed the victim's head first being tossed out of the apartment into the hallway. Later, he's seen peeking out from the apartment, then pulling his mother's body into the hallway. He is nude and proceeds to lay on top of her until police arrive. He said, let's make like a baby and head out. Jesus was not happy to receive head from that guy's mom. Did he bowling ball throw? I do not have the video. If I had the video, you'd be watching it with me right now. He has been charged with murder, possession of a weapon for an unlawful purpose, and unlawful possession of a weapon. Um, And now he is going to jail. But not before breaking into a verse of, yes, Jesus loves me. That could be one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And by the way, that is going to do it for us today, ass family. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow is Friday. Hell, I'm going to wrestling tomorrow night. And we will end our four-part series on the best Christmas ideas. Tomorrow it's for women. Meaning, you fuck these gifts up. You ain't getting no puh. So please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Thursday. And of course, adios, everybody.
There's three gods in Texas. The Almighty Self, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.